With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Following total atomic annihilation, it may fall to you to save the great nation. That's why Voltec has made extra preparation and are proud to present to you a special education. Would you like a very spiffy, brand new ASA podcasting t-shirt? Well, that's great because we have two brand new designs. One for a Skyrim addict and one for the Fallout feed over at etsy.com slash shop slash ASA podcasting. This episode of the Fallout feed is brought to you by Game Talk and viewers like you. He scored a stonking four out of five. The Wasteland is a post-apocalyptic mess as the soul survivor wanders out about to see the rest. Nuclear explosions sending out the gamma rays from deep within the core Welcome to the 29th edition of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. It is the 11th episode of Season 3. We are the show that compares and contrasts Fallout experiences through a lively roundtable discussion by playing through the same quest with characters who have been randomly assigned drastically different attributes. Welcome, everyone. And we'll have a special howdy tonight to our super mutant pals, Strong, Lily, Marcus, and Fox. I hope you guys are doing great out there in the wasteland. Uh, nice. Tonight, we're going to be covering two more of our fascinating quests from the Tales of the Commonwealth uh, mod. Uh, by uh, by uh, the, uh, Chris Takahashi uh, tonight. This is Pat uh, kicking us off here. I am joined in the show by Leon. Leon, how you doing tonight? Good. How about you? Doing great. Thanks. Ray is in the house tonight. Ray, what's up? Ed, doing great. Thanks, Pat. And Andrew is here, of course. Andrew, how is things in Indiana tonight? Oh, just muggy as shit, Pat. It's great. Oh, oh, it's 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 a, it's a beautiful night here in New York. It's, it's oh, lovely. it's like uh, give it a rest, Andrew. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ray Ray can go toe-to-toe with anyone in the country besides Florida, so I'm not going to be able to touch Ray, but, uh, you know, when we were just out in the Philly pod fest, I was kind of rolling my eyes when you guys were all like, oh, God, it is so hot and humid in Philly, going on, like, yeah, come on, Philly boys, grow grow a set, you've you've got nothing on us. Amateurs, I'm in Texas, so. Yeah, Texas and Georgia got us all beat by a mile. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thanks for uh, inviting us all in, Pat. How are you doing this evening, sir? Doing okay. Like I told you, as we we're getting ready for the show, I'm a little, little out of sorts. Haven't, haven't, haven't been, haven't had a chance to game. I was, uh, I let myself, uh, I left myself be sucked in for my roundtable duties. I was, I was dorping around with the, uh, with the, with the PlayStation. So I was, uh, what was I doing? Oh, oh yeah. I was actually trying. I was actually setting myself a little challenge. On the PlayStation, I, I don't ever do challenge builds. I just do derpy little builds. But this side, side I'm, I'm doing the no perks challenge, no perks run. Can Can you explain a, a challenge build to me? Real so quick? yeah, just yeah, to to, to, uh, to do the do complete the game or, or you know some set of objectives. Complete the game, do Far Harbor, do Nuka World, whatever. Uh, 
with you know some limitations, some specific limitations on your gameplay. You know, so weirdest builds a Twitch streamer I talk about all the time. A lot of other Twitch streamers do challenges and all kind of games. He does just these whacked out challenges in Fallout and Skyrim. And I don't usually do challenges because I'm 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 not good at video games. But I decided uh, I, I would I would give uh, the no special no perks run a challenge. So on the on the PlayStation uh, that I got at the at, on Amazon Prime Day, I got I'm doing a no perks run, and it was actually inspired by um, both. Uh, uh, Laura and Kara both saying that they didn't realize when they first played the game that you could get perks without having your special built up. Um, so I decided oh, I'm going to give that a try. So I'm just, I'm only taking special points and, and I'm playing on modded survival. So I'm playing on survival with, with um, uh, fast travel and, and quick save, but otherwise on un- unmodded. So unmodded, I'm not letting myself have companions. So, it, so no, other, no other restrictions. I can take all the drugs I want. I can do all the settlement building I want, whatever. But I can't take perks, and I can't do companions. So what's the end game there? Just to reach level seventy to be level no, no, ten no, in no, all I, of your I'm specials? I'm gonna be happy or? if I if I if I beat the institute. Oh, okay. So you're actually so, so trying gonna, to? Well, well, actually, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna main quest line. I have not decided. I'm actually thinking I might do the institute. I I I'm, I haven't done any i haven't freed preston garvey i haven't saved dance i haven't found the railroad so i've done none of the main quest lines i'm just um i'm just uh um i think i'm at level like roughly 15 or so uh and it's 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 hard because you know no, no no commando no iron fist no rifleman no gunslinger you know, and it's 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 hard killing those those as your monsters level up around you. It is tough killing them. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't got spray and pray. I figured that was that was that might help levelize nice. things a little bit. That old hoe bag cricket. So uh, oh, be nice to cricket. That it just makes us realize how how much more you know badass Kara and Laura are for playing that way. Though. That's right. No, no, no. Huge respect. Huge respect yeah. for that. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, so I figured it was fun. It would be fun to do uh, a little bit. I, now, of course, I'm playing with mods on, so I can't get any achievements, but I figured out what they are. And I'm not going to, I'm not doing the PlayStation for achievements. I, I just wanted to get used to the PlayStation controls and everything before uh, play, playing Prize Zero Dawn. You said no mods. No, no, uh, no. no um, I'm, I am doing mods. I'm not doing, comp- I'm not, I'm not, Oh, oh, and opinions uh, or perks. Personal opinions uh, of uh, PlayStation mods are they total garbage um, so or just fine? The, like the 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 uh, just the basic like you know cheater mods that let you do fast travel. I mean those those work. Those don't use any weird assets or anything. They're tiny little mods. I am oh I am doing a, a little um, a little save mod that's that's pretty slick. Uh, that's one that lets you craft a grenade that is a sleeping bag or a tent so it's it's a it's a uh it's an immersive way to get uh saving saving in survival mode because you you can you you uh, make the quote-unquote grenade uh at a cloth at a chemistry station and you chuck the grenade and wherever it lands it pops up a tent a litter or a tent or or a sleeping bag either one it's it's a pop um, tent instead of pup tent that's right. There are, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's a that's a pretty fun immersive way to do. That. There was another one um, that I tried that in in the Xbox that did a bed roll, and it was actually you could, if I remember right, I think you could pick it back up, and I had trouble oh, nice. with that one because it was a little more finicky about 
how it landed. Like if you didn't throw it like on the level ground, sometimes it wouldn't it wouldn't deploy correctly. So I stopped using that and I just I just started doing a, a quick save mod. But I thought this little mod is not bad. And then there's um, shit. What is the other one? Uh, I'm not. I haven't been at home all week, so I I don't have any notes or anything. There's another one. Oh shit! There was I I, I downloaded about five mods. Um, the two of them, a couple of them, just for for uh, survival. But but uh, oh oh, there's a this, there's a um, a settlement scrapping mod that, that lets you scrap your junk and dead bodies and stuff. And wow. there's you know, there's yeah. multiple kinds of those mods. This particular one though, it works yeah. pretty well. So that yeah, that was that was but nice. And my my sanctuary is really pretty. You're finding nice you're finding mods for PlayStation to not be too ultra limiting. You're no, actually I mean, you're, there's no bit. like you know uh, you, know, you can't do any textures or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So there's not that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, it, you can't you, know, you can't add the the in assets. So there, you know that. Uh, well, actually, I, I take it there are quest mods. I have not found one to test yet, uh, but there are quest mods on oh, the PlayStation. Great. They're just but they 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 could not do a, a, a Tales from the Commonwealth style where they're adding you know, sound and all that stuff because Sony won't let them do. Uh, so it's all uh, text. It'd be all text based then. Yeah, it'd be you know, like you could do like you could do a uh, uh, or 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 they can recycle. They can recycle all recycle your files here in the game, you know, which Takahashi does in yeah. uh, you know, Tales, right? The character, the 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 he has, survivors. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, dialogue is is you know, cribbed from other places in the game. It, it has to be, even though I'm like. Sometimes I catch her saying a line in Tales where I'm like, where, where the fuck is that applicable? Why yeah, on yeah. earth would she have said yeah. that? Well, that means Chris has just been digging in the back dialogue and finding old scraps of yeah. stuff that she probably yeah. wouldn't say normally. That he's, And then he's back writing the script. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it's something that I found when I was looking for mods. I, um, uh, on Nexus, there's... Um, uh, so there's there's you know, not only mods, there's also tools for mod authors. Ray, you probably have... have you, since you're actually writing some mods... Um, but there's um there's like a, a an Excel file you can download with like all the all the character tech all the character player characters dialogue dumped into a text file so you can like search through it and find oh, wow. dialogue that you can recycle. Yeah. God, that's probably a couple pages long, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's Good just, lord, <laughs> there's like forty thousand lines of dialogue or something. Yeah, yeah. See, many Christmas. So anyway, that, that's what that was. That was me. That was my bad. I, I got I got sucked into to playing my little. My little dumb little uh, PlayStation challenge, rather than doing my doing my job, I'm, I'm a bad roundtable. Oh, you're just fine. Hey, uh, Ray, what's been going on? Oh, not too much. Just uh, <laughs> I I started a, a new build too with uh, a, a one endurance character. Oh my gosh, you getting oh. uh, getting your ass handed to you all over the place? <laughs> well, yeah, not too bad, but uh, you know, just getting started on it. Uh, a, a bloat fly in sanctuary killed me. Oh, of course, yeah. You have like zero HP on a one endurance character, right? It's, uh, it's ninety-seven. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find your power armor pretty pretty quickly, or uh, know, some nope, sort of I'll some just sort be of armor. all stealth. Oh, there you go, sneak around. That's cool. Uh, great, uh, Leon. What's been going on, man? It's been a couple uh, of weeks. How you doing? Nothing much. I started a Fallout Three game, but I. Good remembered Lord. that I hate the Metro, so I kind of put that on pause. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I I built my uh, for the new Vegas roundtable. Went ahead and built my character. She's just sitting still because I also started <laughs> uh, my my current roundtable character, Olivia. She kind of went dark with her role play, and so I decided I want to kind of 
cleanse my palate and play a good guy. And I've never done nice. the Minuteman, and you've talked so much about a Minuteman playthrough. I decided that I'm going to play a, a kind of paladin-type character who is going to get all the settlements in the Commonwealth to be the Minuteman and do everything Minuteman and try not to get involved with any of the other, you know, play uh, factions or anything like that. And so that and was kind of started that character and That's got like two settlements in and just kind of playing that right now. Yeah, one of my favorite things just I know I go over and over and over but the just that that artillery. I love that the the ranged artillery where you throw the grenades and then you run and then watch your enemies just get blown to smithereens behind you as you run. It's it's like an action movie, guys. It's really fun. Well, I've I've done playthroughs before where I've had been the general of the Minutemen, but I've never done one where that was my main focus. That's yeah. actually the one faction I have not completed the story with. You can get so, all like uh, 30, how many ever settlements there are, and you can go over to, you know, the island and even Nuka World you can, uh, Minutemen. I think, uh, I don't think they get sent to, Minute, to, to Nuka World, right? They, they do get sent to um, Far Harbor as far You're as... You're talking about the, the Radiant Quest? Yeah. You, well, if it's settlement related, I think that's right. But yeah. you, you can get you can get radiant quests in Nuka World for oh. like killing coursers and shit. Oh, nice! That's great. Uh, Minutemen forever. Um, speaking of Minutemen, Pat, um, I noticed when all this uh, this news of the new um, Fallout Crate stuff coming out here from Loot Crate, you know everybody. Uh, the pre order just got announced today. Opened up every, or uh, yesterday, maybe. People can go and, and get that ordered and, and have their own cool merchandise from from that particular company. Uh, but then I noticed, oh, the theme for this time is, is Vault Tech. So there'll probably be Vault Tech theme stuff in there. I was thinking, oh, man, I was going to get one. If if I want it to be one, maybe I should hold off on Vault Tech and wait until they announce the, the Minutemen box. And I'll, I'll totally get the Minutemen box. You know, because, Pat, I think you said... Uh, you were you were maybe thinking about buying into this uh, the Fallout Crate stuff. Yeah, I went ahead and did the subscription. I figured uh, I figured you know uh, I, I I I don't I don't collect a lot of stuff, but I figured there'll be some fun stuff in there, and it'll, it'll, you know, we, yeah, I'm sure yeah. we can do some have some fun with it here on the show to uh, add Great. it to some contest giveaways or something. So yeah, so I went ahead and did that. There's um, let's see, it's uh, thirty five bucks i think plus shipping and handling and you get like a couple bucks off if you prepay for a year and it, it, the bummer it's not gonna the first one's not gonna come out to december so that kind of sucks but you so, know i, I guess it's, yeah, it's just a it. pre-order for now yeah it's not shipping till december and even when it does start shipping your subscription only gets you every other month it's not an every month well, subscription yeah thing, that's right, right. You, you get six yeah so the, so the yeah. subscription you is get six, six for a year yeah um and they, they ship it even months and um uh, what is it? I think there's always a shirt. Is I think yeah, there's always a t-shirt a or thing. always an apparel item. I forget, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, that's the, and it's four to six items. They said. Um, yeah. And what is it? The oh yeah, if you get all six, you um, you get a. Um, I think it's what is it? A power armor figure. I think it's the uh, is a is a a bonus item like that. That's that's in each one. So if you get all yeah. six, you can build a little set. Of yeah. Power from armor. I'm. I'm I'm not exactly sure. I was just kind of browsing around the site, but from what I remember, it's there's one piece of power armor in each of the six boxes totaling, and and you can build a one whole power armor suit if you subscribe yeah, to the yeah, whole six boxes. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think you only get the power armor pieces if you subscribe. I think they only throw that in, right? 
if you subscribe I, to the L6 sure, or will they yeah, be in the like random ones? That would be shitty like if you just bought one box. Yeah, I've got, got the I've got the right arm power armor, power armor guys. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was uh I thought it was you got the power armor thing in the box but if you did the subscription you got like a USB hub oh, or something right. like that. That's right. That's that, right. That it was correct, a, a USB hub. I'm not sure about the the power armor is it is I don't it, know. It, you know, like if you just buy one one crate, you get one of your four items as a piece of power armor that you, yeah, you know, that that. Uh, I don't know. That, anybody, anyway, we're, we're your mileage may vary, listener. You know, it's up to you whether you want to do the loot crate thing. I'll you did the Sato Pat? Yeah, yeah. I went ahead. And, I went ahead and got it. I'm enough of an idiot. I just went ahead and subscribed. Had a boy Pat. Yeah, they'll probably be okay. But um, nice. I, I, I'm going to see if I can uh, see Fallout Crate. Yeah, and Andrew, the first one's uh, Vault Tech. So I'm wondering what the you know. Yeah, probably be. What do you think, Minutemen? BOS, I'm sure we'll get one. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably Raiders, right? You think Raiders will probably Raiders get one. might get one. Railroad will get. I think each of the four factions yeah, will but, get one. Well, but well, what's there to give for like the Institute though? I mean, what do you mean? I guess you can get like like the Institute. Like so, there's all sorts of great Raiders, stuff. Uh, so Raiders, you get the BOS. intelligence bobblehead. I mean, okay, but think about think about uh, lore, right? A little lab Raiders coat person and, and, the, and the Brotherhood of Steel have like multiple, multiple lore. There's a lot they yeah. can choose from every yeah. game. Vault Tech they can choose from every game. Yeah, but the raid the Institute the, uh, is just one game. And the Institute yeah. are just one game, right? And what what would they send you to be in a quote unquote Institute box? Well, I mean, okay, so I'm narrow-minded just, of course, thinking in reference of Fallout 4. If, if you're including, like, New Vegas and Fallout 3, uh, the Legion, I guess, is plays a pretty big role in both of one, those one games. Of, one right? of their advertising pictures is, uh, well, no, I guess he's from, no, I guess that's strong. I, I, I look too quickly. I guess. How about the Super Mutants? That'd be fun. Oh, wait, no, actually, they're teasing it here. Um, so, fall. okay, so... Oh, we have we have we have some. There's some... a piece to so there's. Oh, okay. They're they're teasing. Okay, they're, you you one of the one of the things maybe they've added this recently. I don't remember seeing this earlier. They 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 tell you what you're going to get. So crate one, you get the power armor head. Oh. Crate two, you get the torso. Crate three, you get the arms. Crate four, you get the legs. Crate five, it looks like maybe the stands. Or something, and then crate six. It looks like they give you a little dog meat to go with your power armor guy. Nice. Um, so I guess it's I guess it's the player. I guess it's the you know the player character. Did in, they uh, in power armor. did they tell you which crate is associated with which theme? They did did not. Did they not. Only, okay. They've only announced Vault Tech as the first one. And do they announce that uh, beforehand, or do you just kind of have to guess after the first one? You know what well, I mean? Well, I again. You know, sucker written across my head. I went ahead and subscribed. So yeah. I, I, I have no. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going in blind. I have no idea what I'm getting. I just didn't but know. Think, I've, I've never, I've never um, subscribed to Loot Crate or, or purchased anything through them. But I, I think from advertisements that I've seen, I think they are pretty open about what the themes are before they, I, I they think send that's out right. the box. That, that's kind right? of what I sense. I get is yeah. they probably put each one up for individual order, you know, a few, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, you know months or whatever in advance. Cherry seems to be our loot crate expert. So maybe yeah, she's yeah, yeah. listening in current. And, and Thomas, Thomas Dale, he's, he's a, he's a subscriber. He was telling me he was a member of loot socks and loot pets. And I was just like, wow, man, he's got, he's got all sorts of, uh, sorts of, of pop culture memorabilia hanging out at his house probably by now. What do you do with all that stuff when you, when do you, you know, you just, do you throw yeah, old I, stuff I, out? I don't buy that. I don't yeah. buy that. Stuff, so, I, you know, I, I'll, I have, I have one bobblehead and then a couple of t-shirts. Well, I did buy 
I, well, I do have the, yeah. I, I have the Pip Boy and the uh, Mini Nuke. I'm, I'm not a huge a, uh, figurine statues kind of yeah, guy. I actually, mean, I have. Yeah. Actually, I unwrapped a um, a couple of those uh, Funko Mini Mystery vinyl figures, and I, I have the uh, the little Grim Reaper one, and he's actually really adorable. So you know, I don't have a ton of statues and stuff. I have the uh, the agility bobblehead too. And uh, a little uh, power armor coin bank. That's uh, just the the power armor helmet. It's really kind of cute. But yeah, I'm not much of a statue guy. I love t-shirts though. I'll I'll buy every damn Fallout t-shirt I see. Yeah. In a store, I don't see much anymore though. They're they're getting few and far between. Got to go to like Kohl's or something. Sometimes they have even socks and ties. It's weird. Yeah. Oh gosh! So guys, we got some stuff to get into tonight. Uh, we got um, what I incorrectly thought was the last Raider quest of Nuka World called Power Play, which uh, Ray and Leon will help us through. Um, but Ray, I had a question for you regarding um, my incorrectness in the schedule making. We will also get into a Tales from the Commonwealth quest called Patriots which will be great. If there's time later on, we could get into some King of the Bunker Hill. Uh, we've got a, a couple of shout-outs we need to get it get into, an email from uh, John Pappas. Uh, we've got um, some quests to announce next week and a couple of news items. So, uh, yeah, we'll just get into the show here. Why don't we go ahead and start with Power Play. And, Ray, I will ask you here right off the bat, when I was making the schedule... I, for some reason, stopped at Power Play, assuming that was our last quest. And then doing my notes today, I found another quest that continued after Power Play called Cleaning House, which I did not know. It just skipped my observation for some reason. Uh, did you, by chance, uh, see Cleaning House launch? Uh, Do you know anything about that quest? Uh, no, so uh oh okay yeah it's buried in the um buried in the radiant quests okay it's uh, it's it's kind of a special situational type quest i think when i was reading the notes about it. i was just curious if uh yeah, it, it if it actually launched my list it it does okay okay great no i've got uh i've got a amoral combat so um that's where somebody's gone through the gauntlet that i haven't oh. done but uh cleaning house did not pop up a cleaning house did not pop up interesting uh evidently um oh you know why why because because you gave him all to one no because i already i killed him before i went to the power plant okay all right so uh speaking of the power plant let's just go ahead and roll right into power play right uh why don't you give us a little reminder about what sort of character build you're you're working with and uh how how it sort of helped you through your journey of power play. And Leon, please uh, feel free to hop on in and add any any suggestions and things about your uh, adventure and character, too. I did not play this quest, so uh, gentlemen, have fun. All right, so, um, so uh, Max has the uh, throat slicer, and so that was kind of the, uh, the weapon of choice, uh, uh, for this particular attack. Um, so I got a message to go back uh, to uh, Nuke World. 
And so I went back and as soon as I did, uh, the pack and the operators were, uh, uh, were shooting it out. Um, and I always forget the, uh, the name of the other group. Disciples. Uh, disciples. Disciples, right. Yeah, those, so those douchebags. Uh, the disciples were the ones that had gone hostile to me. Um, and so I go and meet with, uh, with Mags and William and uh, Mason. And Mags and William were like, oh, yeah, we're totally cool with you. Yeah. Even though I had not given them anything anywhere. None of the park no uh, went to them, and none of the Commonwealth. So, is it random which? So, what, okay, you're being summoned back to Nuka World, and then when you get there, one of the three uh, factions is automatically uh, pissed off hostile at you. To you. Yep. Um, is and that a random event? Is that a random event, or is that controlled by your previous actions? It's controlled by your previous actions. It's whoever you've given the least amount of stuff to. So, like, if you want a specific gang to go uh, rogue on you, so to speak, like with me, I gave three of the parks to the disciple. Oh, sorry, the operators, and two of them to the disciples. That way, the pack was the one that went rogue on me. So you can kind of manipulate which gang you want to fight against. And what if you give all five to one? Ray, did you give all five to... One faction? Yeah, so I gave everything to the pack. So uh-huh. Everything in Nuke World and everything in the Commonwealth. But it was the disciples who were mad at yep. you, not the disciples and the, and the operators. The operators. I, I would think that if you chose just one, that those other two would be pissed off and they would both be hostile to you. Yeah, okay, that, and, that was kind of what I was worried about. I wasn't yeah. quite sure how that played out. But it didn't work out that way. So, um, so... Uh, I told the the pack and the operators that uh, you know the only way to deal with this was just to uh, to kill Nisha. So you know they they were like, okay, cool, we like that answer, and uh, off we went. Uh, but before I got to that point, uh, you know, going I'd gone through the park. I needed to unload some stuff at Fiztop, and so. Um, uh, the disciples were all over the place attacking me, so I went into their uh, uh, to their lair at uh, Fiztop Grill, and uh, there's two high level uh, characters in there, uh, Savoy and Dixie, and so everybody else I had killed with uh, one or two strokes of the throat slicer, but. Uh, I unloaded a whole flurry of uh, eight uh, chops into uh, Savoy and only took him down about a third. <laughs> He's a so I knew I had to switch to plan B. So, whoops. You know, I, I always find some place where I can, uh, you know, keep in cover yeah. and, you know, still have a good uh, field of fire. So I got uh, t- tucked in in. Uh, behind some crates and so just started plugging him with my uh, shotgun and tossing grenades and uh, took those two out and so that's why I didn't get the um, that uh, cleaning house quest 
because uh, I had already done it uh, before by, it launched, and so I guess house. it just didn't uh, <laughs> it didn't spawn. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I got got some nice loot. Uh, Savoy's got one of those uh, helmets with the uh, spear sticking out of the top of it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Oh, that is pretty neat. So like the sort of World War One looking. Uh, no, this is. It looks kind of like a rabbit if you get the right angle, and it can only oh. see two of the uh, spikes. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Lord knows, I like a fancy hat. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, no, we'll get to it in Patriots here in, in just a little bit. Fancy hat. Um, yeah, so I did yeah. finally take the um, uh, the mascot head off of uh, Gage. Uh, that we had taken from the uh, kid at the bowling alley. Oh, great. The the bear uh, missing an eye or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love the mascot head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when it when it's on gauge. Pretty funny. Um, so, you know, headed off to the power plant and, you know, it, it it's kind of a mazy, windy, you know, way through, and um, I'd uh, I'd kicked on uh, bats for something and got a message that Vans uh, couldn't tell me where to go. Oh, interesting. So the one the one time I accidentally used it, it didn't work. How how do you engage <laughs> Vans? So you use it in Vats when you you fire Vats when there's no enemy. Uh huh. And it'll make a little green line oh, you know I've, the direction you need to go yeah i've, I've never actually used it before it, it, it works just like clairvoyance in skyrim yeah, yeah it gives you a smoke trail to follow or something yeah it's only it's like a it's a green right like a green or, yeah. or is it your yeah. pip, or is it your pip boy color right i forget or your hud color yeah I it's forget. probably your hud color yeah I'm, yeah I'm not sure but it's yeah green for me because i, I, I use it one character in um uh in the regular uh, Boston, it, it actually was. I was doing one of those, um, uh, one of those quests where you're like going through like multiple levels of skys, like jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper among like falling down buildings and stuff. And actually, it, it, I, I was doing it just to see if it was helpful, and, it, and basically it wasn't. But there was a couple of times when you know it actually was was a little bit useful. Um, but yeah, def- definitely, definitely not worth a perk point typically. Oh. I've got about ten or eleven set aside. I, I, I could, I could, I could invest a few. Perks, Jesus! Uh, I just don't. I, so you know. I did discover that uh, that uh, the fourth level of uh, Fortune Finder when they explode into a, a, a spray of gaps. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so I finally killed somebody on hard ground, and uh, oh, the nice. caps are on the ground. Individually or in a pile? Yeah, well, they're yeah. Visually, they're individually, but you click on one and it's a pile. And you pick okay. up the whole thing. It's just like great, uh, great, great, when great, you uh, Gildenhall Barrow. Uh, well, the um, uh, the bottle cap mine. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I've. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me, Ray. I've set very, very few mines in the game. Maybe none might be an accurate oh, number. <laughs> Wildcat <laughs> mines are a lot of fun. They it's, make a big boom. It's probably the same and number of runes I've seen in Skyrim. Wildcat mines were the nemesis of uh, Maximilian. That was, he could stand on top of a frag mine, but if he yeah. was 10 feet away from a bottle gap, 
it shredded him. Well, aren't they like yeah. three or four hundred damage in the bottle cap mine? They're they're like yeah. they shred you. Yeah, yeah. They're like twice, roughly twice as much as frag um, mine. I think the I think the nuka mine I think is the toughest, or maybe it's plasma. One of those two is the toughest single one, but bottle cap mines are, are, are way up there. Do the electric mines? I forget what they're called. Uh, do actually pulse. do any damage? Pulse? Do the pulse mines do any damage to like raiders? They or do they do actually no damage to them? Are those specifically like only kind of for robots? They're wearing less if they're wearing leather. Oh, leather yeah. prevents electricity. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, that, yeah, so does, they, it, it, does it does do like some damage. Extra okay. damage to robots. The robots is the one that's it's okay, but but it does do damage to raiders. Okay, and then plasma does uh, ballistic and some sort of radiation. Is it radiation or electric for plasma? It's probably electric. It's it's lumped in as energy. Energy. Yeah, that's right. energy. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, I yeah, keep yeah. saying electric. Yeah, I mean I mean energy. I'm, I'm talking like an idiot over here. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so, uh, sorry, we cut you off, Ray. You were on your, you were weaving your way through um, the the power plant. When you show up to the power plant, um, what sort of attack scheme are you going out with your throat slicer? You say you have throat slicer. That means you're you're mainly a, a melee character. Are you um are you like really yeah, so invested he just in kind of sneak? dashes in and since this since this character doesn't have uh, high enough agility to get blitz. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you have to be close. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be close. So I just go sprinting in because. Oh wow, that is really I've crazy. Got huge endurance. So lots of hit clothing, points. Nice. He's got endurance of thirteen. That's great. So yeah, so he just goes and sprints up to him, and when I get close enough in vats, I hit him, and and you know the regular characters, you know the NPCs. You know, just drop after one or two hits. Wow, that's great. Um, is it? Is it a? It's not a combat knife. Is it a switchblade? I guess throat slicer. No, um, they have a name for it. It's a. It, it's the kind of knife that the. Uh, uh, that the disciples carry. Hmm. Uh, it's one of those fancy knives. Well, and what's the, what's the perk on it? Uh, so th- that one. It is a legendary disciples blade with twenty five points of bleeding damage. Bleeding so disciples damage. blade is is the thing that it is, and, nice. it, and it, uh, it, it it has bleeding. So so bleeding is good because it stacks if you if you don't kill it if you don't kill the thing with one swipe. Which with throat slicer you often can because it's really nasty. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Maximilian with the uh, strength of uh, twelve. Uh, the throat slicer does uh, three hundred and twenty-six damage per slice, and so it is a fast have, weapon. Holy crap! Does he have max uh, big big leagues? Yeah, yep, max big yeah. leagues and uh, uh, that's rooted. insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the um? Effectively, the difference between bleeding damage and poison damage. Well, poison is only three points, I think. Uh, and poison is, but I think it's three points a second for ten seconds. 
So it's it, 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 you, so when you if you have a poisoning blade, you stab something, you get the, the the thing that gets poisoned has that kind of weird yellowy web effect on them, mm-hmm. and it lasts like ten seconds. So so the lose... damage it does twenty five. Um, well, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. Let's, let me look at Pikmin's blade. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's described differently. But they're essentially losing HP over a determined amount of time. Both of them. They could be different levels of HP and different levels of time, but they're essentially the same. Well, I, I think yeah. So, so bleeding does twenty five points. And I don't know if it's instantly or, or no, it's not time. instantly because you can see their you can see their health bar going down over yeah. a few seconds. That would make sense with bleeding, you know. Yeah, bleeding damage and, and, and robots and turrets can bleed. You know, um, <laughs> I, I rationalize it by assuming that, like, you know, the, the, the effect, like, you know, causes like their surface to get deteriorate or whatever. But you can you can go up and stab a, tur- but uh, stab a turret with a bleeding weapon. And you does, can see its health go down. Does a turret count electric sheet, Pat? <laughs> it, 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 no, but it dreams of them. Uh, uh, and then, and then, poison. I'm not sure if you can poison a turret or a robot. They might be immune to poison, uh, but it's but it lasts yeah, but longer. Bleed, like that's three, weird. So. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, but when you're when you're, you know, <laughs> when you're doing 350 damage, it doesn't matter. Whatever it was uh, per slice. Um, yeah, nothing really lasts long enough to bleed out. Yeah. What? And it's and it's uh, and it's fast too. I mean, because there's the there's the, uh, the the jet pack baseball bat that does more damage, but it's slow. So you know, it, it does more in one whack, but but because it's yeah, you know, I think throw slicers just just really op. Yeah, that's, that's something I, I play with a lot, yeah. but it's op. I'm trying to yeah, rush Cito's, through. Cedo's shiny slugger is uh, 25 points more damage than the throat slicer, but it's slow. So you don't get nearly as many hits. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to rush through uh, New Vegas real quick before we start up the the New Vegas roundtable here in a, in a few weeks. And one thing I have noticed is that when they show you the damage on your weapon in the your Pit Boy menu, it also flashes and shows you the damage per second, as if it's that's actually the more important stat and, and Denny and Dennis always says that that's the more important thing. He always it, 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 he, yeah. he is correct. And that, I don't know why they they took that out in uh, in Fallout Four. I mean, it, it still applies as a concept. Yeah, it, it's still important, but but it, they they took it out as an ex, as an explicit you know displayed on screen. Man, there's um, yeah. I was just gonna say I was, I was uh, making a note to bring up some differences between Fallout uh, New Vegas and Four that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I need you guys to teach me. I need you guys need to teach me about that if if there's time later on in the show. Um, so uh, Ray, you're melting through raiders like butter. Um, are they are they all disciples or yeah. are they yeah. all, okay? They're, they're all disciples. disciples. And and uh, um, so Mags and William and and um, uh, Mason are are going along with you. You know, so they're you know they're kind of helping out. Um, I I did get myself uh, um, the, a little behind the uh, the group. I I was trying to make a leap across to uh, to you know check out a little office building to see if there was <laughs> any good loot because the place really doesn't have much good loot. 
Yeah. Um, and fell down and ended up back at the very beginning. Oh, whoops. Had to wind my way back through. That's so fun. you do come across a, um, a, a locked cage, uh, that's locked with a, a advanced lock terminal, uh, that has power armor behind it. Oh, nice. Uh, an XO one or just level depending on yours. Uh, couldn't really tell. Uh, I couldn't get it open because, uh, I've got, uh, no hacking. You got shit for hacking. No. If it's not novice, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So, I've become uh, dependent. You can start on calling me a cheater now, though. Uh, for Fallout New Vegas, I found a mod that uh, uh, automatically opens uh, terminals that you have, you know, the right level for. Oh, there you go. So you don't have to go through the uh, the mini game. Yeah, it's. Um... I used to really like it and used to think I was really, really good at it. Like, oh, man, I'm I'm such a word sleuth. Look at me figuring out this puzzle all over the place. And I don't know what on earth happened, but I am super shitty at it now. I, I just take forever at terminals now. I've taken to just, like, making sure I have Nick Valentine with me at all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and in, I don't know in New happened. Vegas, you have to be careful because that is a permanent lockout. Permanent? If wait, if you okay, there's all sorts of differences. You, you only get, if you get locked out, you're locked out forever. That that's not fair. So that means that they can't ever put anything behind that password that will prevent you from progressing through the actual storyline, though. So they're not going to put anything super important behind a terminal that could lock you out forever. No, no, well, yeah, you. There might, I don't know for sure, there might be like side quests or things that could be broken. But yeah, yeah. you're not going to break the main game yeah. with hacking. That would and, be, and that would a, be horrible. The, uh, the perk, <laughs> there's, a, there's a perk, you can take a perk that um, you know, gives you a second chance at locked out terminals. And so in, in, oh, in Fallout okay. in Vault New Vegas, that perk is actually worth worth something. In Fallout 4, it's, it's worthless. Because there's, <sighs> there's the same perk. It yeah. was the fourth level of, of hacker and Fallout 4 is, is also available as a, as a, as a standalone perk in, uh, in Fallout New Vegas. Nice. Um, Ray, you said the other, the other factions were f- following you? That, was it just the leaders, I'm assuming? Yeah, just, okay. the, just the leaders. Um, you probably didn't test this out because you're not obsessed like me. Were they actually following you, Ray? Did, <laughs> uh, did you step no. outside did you fast travel away i always test that when someone starts to tr- follow me i'm like "Ooh, are you a new temporary follower can i fast travel and have you follow me Ooh, let's go test this out did you step outside no and remarkably i didn't even test my typical thing i didn't kill either one of them yeah i was gonna say uh I was, that was my next question what happens when you step into the room and slaughtered everyone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of rushing through, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't really take the time. Um, yeah, but uh, it. Uh, so after you pass the the uh, the power armor, you uh, you know you head up uh, onto the roof, and then that's where the real fight is. So that's where uh, Nisha was, and then also a. There was a legendary disciple up there as well, along with a couple of uh, 
you know, cannon fodders. Yeah. So we got Nisha down first, then the uh, the legendary. Um, I it was kind of cool. The the legendary actually dropped something I found useful. Ooh, nice. um, Great. So he had a um, a legendary uh, serrated Chinese officer sword. So called the Lucky Sword. And so that one does uh, two times crit damage. And uh, the meter fills 15% faster. Um, and then I was carrying a, uh, a troubleshooter's serrated uh, Chinese officer sword, uh, which was handy in uh, uh, the Galaxy Zone. But uh, this one also has uh, 26 points of energy damage. Nice. So once you take all them out, uh, you get the keys off Anisha, um, hit the button to start the uh, power plant up, and uh, fireworks start going off all around the park. I love that scene. It reminds me so much of, uh, uh, Pat, you'll remember this, the Sierra Madre. Yep. I just, it's it's really nice. They did a great job on that. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, it is a nice scene. Yeah, and they didn't skimp either. It goes on for quite a while. Yeah, and then you get your little speech from Gage, and that's always fun. On on my playthrough, I went through it a little bit differently. You were doing melee. I did it. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, I did it uh, with uh, all ranged, and me and Kate went in with our power armor, and pretty much we just cleaned house i had my shotgun and she had her shotgun and i had righteous authority for long range and it was just bang bang everybody died <laughs> and you know I, by that time i had my you know jetpack leaded power armor and so i was just jumping around to get up to the power plant and then once i got in they was all close range so all kinds of dead pack for me it was uh the pack that rebelled against me So uh, once you wrap that up uh, and, you know, uh, make your decision as far as what you're going to do with uh, Gage, um, you get the, the perks from the, uh, the two uh, factions that uh, fought with you. Yeah, it's uh, Ace Operator, Chosen Disciple, or Pack Alpha, depending on which of the uh, gangs sided with you and which one went rogue. Which is funny because two of them are good for melee and one is for kind of stealthy. Which one did you get again, Ray? Uh, so I got the um, uh, the operator. So you're 10% harder to see in shadows and... Um, uh, Thought I wrote that down, but it appears I did not. 
Oh, I see. Hold on. I looked it up. Uh, you deal 25% more damage with silenced weapons, and yeah. stealth is also increased in shadows to 10% less visibility, equivalent to half the effect per rank of the sneak perk. Yeah, that's for the uh, operators. And then the, the one I usually get, the one I got, is a Chosen Disciple, which is kills made by your melee weapons will restore some of your action points. And then the one I never get, because I just... I just don't like the pack was uh pack alpha damage resistance and damage dealt are increased by 25% while unarmed or using melee weapons. Ooh, I can see where you would like that for your character. Yeah. That, of course <laughs> now, now I don't have anybody left to fight. So <laughs> that sounds like Alexander, no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> I'm sure the Raiders are so sympathetic with that. Yeah. We just gotta do more radiant quests. Yeah, I never. Uh, Andrew was talking earlier about cleaning house after power play. I never got cleaning house either, and I didn't attack uh, the pack beforehand. So, but I'd never given um, the pack any of the uh, uh, settlements out in the Commonwealth. So I think you may have to actually give whatever faction rebels against you a settlement before you get that quest. I didn't even know it was a quest until Andrew mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, it's buried in the uh in the list. Did you uh when you uh went up and talked to Mags and in your case Mason, did you nettle them? Cuz when they, when I do it uh it was Nisha and Mags and her brother and uh, one of the options is, is uh, like, you know, Jesus, you guys are like a bunch of squabbling kids. And, and then uh, Nisha's like gets all offended. And, and it's like, whatever, just, okay, I'll go kill Mason. No, I just, uh, I just played it straight up on that one. Nice. So um, are you guys cool with uh, how, we're, how we're wrapping up? power play there well at what point does it actually complete the quest i think when you hit the power button if not it's right after that when you talk to gauge i can't remember which though yeah does it cash in probably what around 500 xp i'm assuming or is it a lot more since it's the last quest well last quest quote unquote i think it's 400 uh, well, and, you know, and depending on your intelligence level, of course. Yeah, so a base of 400 or so. Yeah. Great. Uh, so thank you, um, Ray and Leon, for uh, guiding us through power play. And, and cleaning house the, is evidently some quest that um, it could or could not, depending on how you play, uh, spin off after that. And it's the, the quest that um, the, the Raider faction that went uh, rogue on you when you come back uh, like they were saying, uh, if those guys have any factions or have any settlements settled by that specific group out in the Commonwealth, then that is what that quest is. Cleaning houses. You have to then go out and and, yeah. and clean house and take care of the 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 rest of the rogue settlements and basically kill everyone there and then uh, resettle it for I don't know I, I guess a different raider faction or Minutemen probably not Minutemen probably a different raider faction I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, the Minutemen. Yeah, Preston. Preston is pissed off at this point. Yeah, can you kill Preston ever? Is that ever part of this? 
I don't think you could ever kill Preston. I think he stays essential forever yeah. and ever. They should have written that in. That would have been fun to have an ultimate duel at the end. Right? Come on. I think that Preston would be dead in a lot of people's games. <laughs> if, if they wrote that in specifically only for if you if you played Nuka World in a very specific way, then at the end you could kill Preston. You know how many people would be rushing to buy that DLC? They should they should have written that in so that Poor they could. Uh, I, I, I might actually even go and uh, and get him out of the uh, the museum for that. Well, you've also built a cage for him, Ray. That doesn't count. That's not very nice. You're just gonna <laughs> you know put him in a and put him in some sort of cage over there. Yeah. So uh, great. Thanks for uh, that that uh, nice look at power play, uh, Leon. What what sort of main attack style did you use? Ray mentioned that he was a uh, lots of uh, run and gun, but without the gun, more run and stab sort of guy what is a what was your sort of attack method there leon what was righteous authority for long range and shotguns for me and kate for up close and personal and full suits of xl1 power armor for me and uh kate you and kate that's great um this it was kate your assigned lady uh did you guys go to full uh lover's embrace level and all that oh yeah yeah she was uh i got her I originally got Curie for a while because I like Curie, and then I went with Kate because she was my assigned uh, love interest. Mm-hmm. And once I got her, I just stuck with her. I like I like her character anyways, and you know having the shotgun it just fits perfect with her because I think that's what she gets to start. Yeah, she she started with a shotgun. If I remember a, right. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double barrel maybe. Um, yeah, that's right. I think she's got a double barrel. If um, I forget what her perk is, it does it have something to do with drug resistance or. Or the opposite? Are you more prone to drug? Do they last longer? I don't remember. What is her thing with Kim's? Her her perk doesn't it have something to do with Kim's. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I actually don't remember off the top of my head. It's been so long since I actually looked at what her perk does. Well, don't sweat that at all. Um, before we roll on to. Our next quest for the evening. Let me see if I can pull up. Yeah, here I have it here. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity just for a real quick second to give a shout out to a, a, a special fella, uh, a brand new face group uh, participant, uh, John Pappas. Thank you so much uh, for hopping in, John. He has written us a very nice email. And I think Ray actually said that he had uh, some emails pulled up. So, um, yeah. uh Thank you so much for writing in to the show, John. Uh, mad shout out. I'm sorry you have a, a long commute, but I'm glad that we could uh, help you help you out, uh, distract you a little bit from the torture that is um, the highway. So, uh, uh, Ray, let's let's hear a little bit from John. All right. Uh, hello, Mr. Andrew, Mr. Pat, Ms. Kara, and whoever else gets this. John here. Y'all rock. Just today I caught up with the latest episode. I played the original Fallout for almost 20 years. Of course, I was addicted right from the start. Many playthroughs later, later, here's Fallout 2. Again, many playthroughs of 2. Here's nothing. Fast forward to February of this year, and I came across the article about the upcoming 20-year anniversary of Fallout's release. Uh, immediately, I thought about how old that made me feel. <laughs> I'm 48 right now. Whippersnapper. Haven't played PC games since my Fallout days. No consoles. 
But after reading that article, I was curious about the new Fallout games. That led me to the Fallout feed. A week later, I purchased an Xbox and Fallout 4. I commute for an hour and a half each way to work. Y'all have made that drive a shitload better. Thanks for the most righteously awesome podcast. I can't wait for the new Vegas roundtable. Count me in. Rock and roll, my podcast universe friends. Yeah, yeah, great. Thank you so much for the uh, the very kind email there, uh, Mr. Pappas. And uh, welcome to the Facebook group. And uh, shameless plug, everyone, please, out there, listeners, go ahead and join on in. The Facebook group, we're a good group of people. Uh, we keep the riffraff out. Nice, uh, nice cultivated uh, group uh, You of, keep of letting me in. Yeah, well, we've had to kick you out a few times, Ray, but... Uh, you know, we just have to abuse you for your uh, spreadsheet-making ability, so we have to let you in every once in a while. And uh, while we're throwing out shout-outs here left and right, uh, Jeremy McDaniel, thank you for hanging out in the YouTube chat tonight, man. Thanks for stopping by. I, 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 I'm, so, I'm so obsessive about keeping my health up. I, 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 I don't ever have nerd rage kick in, except like if I, except if I like, just get really blasted in one hit by a death claw or something. Yeah, there's a lot of perks like that where you got to get to a certain level. Or uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Hancock. His perk where you got to get a bunch of radiation before his perk kind of kicks in. I'm like, yeah. I'm never going to do that. It, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. So it's kind of like a wasted perk. I had a, a yeah. whole playthrough um, that I did through uh, the Fudge Muppet builds. I, I played the Children of Adam character, and that was the basis of the whole character was that you pretty much had to keep yourself at about 75% radiation level at all times in order to actually take full advantage of all the, all the perks that they had built into the build. It was a pretty dangerous way to play. So you get up to higher yeah, levels. Yeah. That, that, Andrew, that is one, I don't know if you've noticed it yet. That is one where uh fallout four is radically different from both New Vegas and three, uh, the way the radiation works. Um, where where it chews away at your hit basic yeah. points in four. I think the way it works in four makes a lot more sense. What does it? What does it actually do? So, in so in, in in three and in New Vegas, it's a separate stat. So you can be at full hit points, but your reds can be like at you know nine hundred. Yeah. You'll have like the red blinking red meter, and if your reds get to a thousand, you die. You can have full hit points, but a thousand reds. Okay, so it actually will just kill you once you get to a yeah, thousand rads. Yeah, so it'll definitely kill you, and you get bad effects. So it's not like you're getting a free pass with the rads, but it just works different. Yeah, um, so it it'll start taking away your special attributes as well. I'm assuming the yeah, more rads you yeah, get, that yeah, sort of like thing. A, yeah, you'll lose like you know endurance and yeah, you know, health, great and, um, strength and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of weird little differences. Um, that you mentioned, Pat. Uh, we'll get into those in a little bit, or in, a, in an upcoming episode. I've, I'm starting to make a, a list of little things that I want to get into there. But thank you again, um, John Pappas, for the great email. And I have to say, uh, extend another great shout out to uh, Pat. I don't know how you came across this exactly, but you you um, showed me a little Reddit thread, and oh yeah. Um, 
a user named 32bit underscore browser. Shout out to that user. If you're in the in the Facebook group, please identify yourself. Or if you follow us on Twitter, to give us a shout out, man, because uh, you had a, a really nice comment and, and a recommendation for people in the thread to uh, come check out our show. So we appreciate that greatly. And Pat, how did you just randomly stumble upon that? Uh, there is a Twitter feed that automatically tweets out every topic for the, the Fallout Reddit subreddit. And, and so I just subscribe to that. So I, I, I see every topic that gets posted in the Fallout subreddit. And you just happen to read the topic that was, hey, I want help with uh, Fallout New Vegas. I've never played New yeah, Vegas. Yeah. I need I need hip. I need yeah, hints. So I, 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 I usually usually the, sub, the topics are descriptive enough. I can tell like if it's somebody just bitching or if it's some stupid rumor, I ignore it. But if somebody's actually talking about you know, New like especially New Vegas, because I figure, you know, it's uh, now that we're going to do the New Vegas roundtable, it's uh, if I see anything pop up in my Twitter feed that's about New Vegas, I uh, I jump on there and see what they're talking about. And uh, you know, sometimes there'll be character ideas or role play ideas, or in this case, somebody's talking about uh, you're getting into New Vegas for the first time. Nice. Uh, so you just. You liked the uh, the topic, so you click on the topic and then randomly yeah. saw someone and, and, talking and about your like, podcast. I don't, I don't I don't post anything, so uh, you know I'm not active. I I, you know, I use Reddit as you know, kind of an aggregator thing. I, you know, it's like it's like Twitter. I don't, I don't yeah. post a ton on Twitter. I mostly use it for you know, links. And Is that like one of those serendipitous situations where you get goosebumps? You're like, oh, someone's talking about my podcast. My ears were burning before I clicked this link. Oh man, it's the internet. Shit it's- <laughs> I just think that's really cool. Thanks a lot. Again, uh, 32-bit underscore browser. I mean, you're obviously a listener. Otherwise, you wouldn't know that we're about to do a New Vegas roundtable. So uh, a shout-out to you, and uh, identify yourself to us if uh, you would. That's that's really great. Uh, so we got um, another quest to get through here. Uh, Patriots. Uh, Leon, I don't think you did it. Pat, you didn't do it either. Um, I, I managed to shuffle through Patriots. Ray, I believe you did as well. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, well, you can help me through here uh, with Patriots then. Uh, my character uh, started out with pretty much a, a pretty average build across the board, except for Perception was really low. And if you listen to the show at all, you know that I'm a sucker for Perception. And that is one of the differences that I'd also like to discuss about New Vegas at a later time. Uh, but I'm a sucker for Perception because that gives you uh, greater accuracy in VATS, and I'm a, I'm a VATS whore. And uh, agility as well. I only started with like a 2 in Perception, but it's um, already at 10, and then with clothing over you know 11 or 12, something like that. Uh, but again, this is my highest level character ever. This is a, a level 79 character named Susan who uh, resides in a vault, number 97, and has uh, an army of Mr. Wigglesworth-style robots who help her. Uh, she's just bucked out into the wasteland to have some adventures. Um, and my, my stats as they stand now, golly, I have like a... A 14 intelligence, 13 agility. Uh, the the lowest one is luck. I never. I started with a three of luck, and I uh, ended with a three of luck. And I did not uh, bump up my strength either. Started with six, ended with six, but uh, kept it. Everything else in between the P E C I A L. Those are all all maxed out and ready to go. Um, I'm really interested, Pat, to try an an all special run. Just to bump up all of those, because that, that it's, sounds really it's cool. 
Man, I don't know. But, but... I mean, it's, it's 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 a challenge. I mean, I I, I don't I don't think I could possibly stand to do it on a full survival because I die a lot. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I mean, it's it's uh, you, you know the, the, we've talked about it before. The game of survival is dealing out as much damage as you can before the other guy gets you. Yeah, and so that's why yeah, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah. typically the the damage dealing perks are, are a lot more useful than uh, than leveling uh, up your your strength or perception. Yeah. yeah. Then the um, uh, defensive perks, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I never take toughness, never, yeah. ever, ever, because while that your DT is yeah. kind of nice at low levels, by the time you get up to like level yeah. twenty or thirty or whatever, it, it's just worthless. That, that really makes yeah. me wonder, um, Michelle, if you if you still listen to the show, um, your character Jennifer, you had over what, level two hundred fifty six or two sixty or something. You, you had this crazy high level character. How did you invest your perks? Did you have a like a mapped out pattern, or did you do uh, all your perks first, and then um, a, a mixture of uh, special here, combo here? You, you know what I mean? I, just uh, if, if you're still listening, uh, write us in an email and tell me how you how you uh, mapped out how you invested your perk points. I'd be interested to hear how Jennifer did that. By the end, he had them all, right? Oh, well, yeah, he had, he had every single one of them. I'm just interested if he was yeah. uh, was just filling out the specials at the end or filling out, you know, the, the useless perks. I'm wondering which, which uh, you know... Well, he'd have to fill up his specials to get to all of the All of the perks, perks. you're right. Okay, so I wasn't even thinking. So, Ray, uh, thank you for pointing out. Andrew's a dummy. Got to get those specials first, that, guys. That's exactly what I was pointing out. But. <laughs> yeah, but, that's and, you know, uh, like Pat was saying, so really, um, if you aren't maxed out on endurance, uh, you're better off taking a, a point of endurance than you are in toughness or life giver. Um, because e- each level of uh, endurance gives you more uh, hit points than either of those two perks. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Now, once you're maxed out at, uh, you know, at 11 endurance, um, you know, then you can take those to stack on top. But investment-wise, uh, efficient, leveling up efficiency-wise, you want your endurance. Yeah, if if you want to increase your toughness. Increasing. Well, and, and, and high endurance gives you access to, to two really good, you got ghoulish and solar-powered. Which are both really good. And Pat's a fan of solar uh, power because you can. Was that the one you can run across the the wasteland? Or yeah. Well, you get yeah, the first <laughs> dot of solar power. You get plus two uh, strength and plus two endurance during daylight hours. So that's really good for a melee. No. Character. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an opposite uh, one for night hours too, right? Yeah. That, well, yeah. That gives you uh, perception and intelligence mm-hmm. for uh, for for being a night person. Um, and then and then and then once you start getting. Then once, then the next dot of of uh, solar power cures your uh, hit points, and the third one I think cures your rads during daylight hours. So yeah. you basically just heal, just like walking around, not not infection, but your hit points and your radiation just like heal. So if you're playing, so oh, your radiation it's really too. good for survival because if, yeah. if you're playing straight survival, you just like walk to your destination, and by the time you get there, you're fully healed and you have no rats. Yeah, that's nice. So oh, this, speaking so. of uh, walking to your destination, Pat, my game is so extremely bugged now that I, I can't even fast travel anymore. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, you 
poor baby. I am limping. Your twenty-seven followers. I'm limping to the finish line here, guys. You, I, Two like, frames I, per second. I left yeah. a foot rack around turn number three. Uh, turn number four, I'm about to lose a leg here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it across the finish line, dragging myself by my fingernails or not. Uh, this, no this, sympathy like, for me, Mister. I'm just hoping that the the next our, our, our last two quests are both tales from the Commonwealth quest, and I'm just hoping that they're not like at opposite ends of the map. You know what I mean? I hope there's not a whole like running back and forth because I I can't fast travel anymore. And when you have 27 followers with you, things just get complicated when you when you're trying to book flights and travel and all that. You know what Imagine I mean? Imagine that. Oh, it's it complicated over here. But anyway, so I dragged this huge group of people over to the old corner bookstore the other day right and uh we're we we Which knock on the door in real life now by the way is it really oh, it's that's, a that's so disappointing <laughs> um uh, and, and that couldn't have been easy because that you know that that's kind of crammed in by that big uh semi-trailer yeah yeah yeah, it's got you pinched so you off have there. Room to get in there, yeah. and there's some angry raiders that they're like heading the other <laughs> direction too. Yeah, that's a tough area because you got gunners, super mutants, and raiders all kind of right in that little corner there by Good Neighbor. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say, where are we? We are di- directly due north of Good Neighbor, kind of up on the water. Yeah. Um, yeah. maybe off to the left side of the the bridge, I think. Uh, but we're at the old corner bookstore. Um. I knock and kindly walk in and see someone, I think, named Cassie. No, Clarissa. Uh, Clarissa is rummaging through uh, a drawer or looking in an old uh, till or something. And and I, I kind of seem like I startle her and I interrupt her or something. But I offer to help her, and she, she exclaims, Holy tricorn hat! Blah, 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 blah. And... I stopped on my tracks because <laughs> my character is currently wearing a tricorn hat. So I was like, oh, my God, did he somehow build it in that if your character is wearing a tricorn hat that she will then use this line of dialogue? So I actually reloaded and went back and took off the hat and walked back in again. And she still said it. So it wasn't. I, but I was I was my mind was going to be blown if he had written in something that she would comment on, like the clothing I was wearing. Uh yeah, I'm not sure what you would have said to Max when he walked in with that uh, that Raider helmet on, which with which the spikes uh, sticking out of the top. Oh yeah, the uh, oh, that'd be that's a cool looking helmet. Um, I should have put on my elephant face. I got McCready in a big uh, pack elephant helmet. I love those those elephant helmets. And so I walk in. Uh, Clarissa looks like she's rummaging through something. She says the uh, the the tricorn hat line. Uh, she says that she has. Uh, a document or a receipt that talks about a missing caravan. She seems to be some sort of history buff. She, I don't know if she's a, a history student, um, but she's a definitely a history fan. She makes all sorts of, uh, if you, if you just talk to her and click through all of her dialogue, uh, she makes lots of, uh, references to historical things around the city of Boston. And of course they're screwed up in that ever so cute fallout way. Uh, that Chris has gotten really good at, at uh, weaving into his stories. Um, but the uh, this document that she has found comments about a missing caravan who had Patriot memorabilia, and they were last seen near University Point. So she just was wondering if we could help out because she actually says, oh, you look like... You- 
uh, you can handle yourself. You you look like a, a regular old Minute Man. And then I was also like, wait a second, is that built into the line? Did did she say that because uh, Chris built it in so that she knows that that's the story I've been playing through? Or then, and then I didn't want to reload and test that, but I'm assuming that no, it's probably also just a coincidence. Andrew, calm down. Uh, uh, and that would actually be more likely than what kind of hat you're wearing. Yeah, that's <laughs> because your your faction uh, alliance is, um, you know, is part of your uh, character makeup. Yeah, but I was going to be. I would just be amazed if he could write that in. That would be that'd be so so fun. Um, but anyway, they they tell you to go find um some evidence near University Point. So if you travel down there, you find off to the side um, a little makeshift football field that's been uh, put in crit by Chris, uh, the, the, by the mod Tales from the Commonwealth. When I showed up, I don't know how uh, the mod is behaving for you guys, but um, of course I, I can't blame the mod because I've, I've, I've messed up my character in this game and this save file in so many numerous ways by this point. Uh, but the ground and and the whole cell was missing. I was like, "Ooh, that's weird." There's like it's like you walk to the edge and you can see the deep pit and the like the water that lies, you know, a hundred feet below the surface of of the Commonwealth. Um, but then I see before me, like a bridge roll out. I was like, oh, wait, that's just like a pit. Oh, wait, there's like a little highway going underneath, and that's how you get to the other side. And and then things in the background start popping up, and then the buildings start popping up, and things start coming. It was just really interesting that the my game is so bogged down in such a weird way that as I approach the cell that the mod takes place in, it literally is loading like each piece one at a time. So I just sat there for like, it didn't take long. It all it all loaded in like ten or fifteen seconds, but uh, it was it was just it was kind of fun because you can actually kind of see. Well, this is uh, what the modder is actually kind of digging through and looking at this stuff that's deep and hidden in beneath the game. Um, you know, they they can see all this stuff and they're building this this level, this floor in front of you. That those bleachers, I don't know. They took the bleachers. I think there's a scene from Far Harbor that there's some bleachers at an outdoor area. There might be bleachers elsewhere in the game. Probably at the racetrack. I'm assuming there's some there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I didn't recognize the exact scene that he pulled this stuff from. Um, but you show up to this little little field and <laughs> there's. A super mutant sitting there on the bench, and at first I was like, "Oh crap! Here, pull out your gun real quick." And then I vatsed him, and I noticed that he was, um, you know, non, non aggressive. I was like, "Okay, what's what's going on with this guy?" So I walk up and I and I point my pointer at him, and it says, "Speak to Grogan." I'm like, "Grogan." That's weird. That sounds familiar. What kind of weird getup is the super mutant wearing? He's got like an old timey football jersey when they were literally knit sweaters without shoulder pads and a leather helmet with no face mask and the weird thigh pads that when you're sitting down make it look like you're wearing a tutu sort of. It's really weird sort of leatherheads type of football getup that he's got on. I'm like, Grogan, that's, that's really funny. So, oh, what that, that rings a bell. Oh, wait a second. 
the quest is called Patriots. She's sending me looking for Patriots memorabilia. There's a super mutant here holding a mini nuke like a football named Grogan, and there's two super mutants running up and down the field holding uh, mini nukes, like stiff-arming each other, just running back and forth. Uh, each holding a mini nuke, which didn't make sense. You know, only one would hold a mini nuke while the other one tackled him, of course. But they were they were out there running around practicing, and and it was just a, a funny little scene that <laughs> they're wearing these old timey football stuff. So I, I got a, a nice little little chuckle out of the scene you 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 get there. But uh, you approach Grogan. Uh, first of all, um, Ray, do you, do you recognize? The names of the super mutants right off. We have Grogan, we have Tuna, and we have Brewski. Do you do you recognize those guys? Not even in the league. It's a sports ball reference. Yeah, sports ball. Um, New England, New England Patriots sports ball. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Steve Grogan was a a, a long time hard, really like he had he had the reputation of being a, a really hard as nails quarterback, and quarterbacks always have the reputation of being wimps. So uh, Steve Grogan was like. Uh, had the repu- he was a quarterback who had the reputation of just being like a real badass hard nail and he like was a hero in in New England Patriots history uh, he he like took him to their first uh you know division championship or and I, I don't think he, I don't think they ever won the Super Bowl with Grogan but uh they did not um then there was uh, Tuna mentioned and um that's got to be the coach um Bill Parcells. I, I, was, I almost blanked on his name there. Uh, that's uh, the big tuna is the nickname for uh, Bill Parcells, who was the the coach for the Patriots at the time. And Brewski has got to be a reference to uh, Teddy Brewski, the linebacker for the Patriots, long time, like three or four times Super Bowl champion, something like that. Uh, but those guys are out there playing, and it's really weird because um, Grogan is the one coaching them, and Tuna is out there playing on the field, whereas if uh, you, you actually check your references, Tuna should be the one sitting on the bench coaching those guys, and Grogan and Brewski should be out on the field. Grogan should be carrying the ball, and Brewski should be trying to tackle him. So if you want to be uh, a technical with your uh, uh, fantastical super mutant football drills. Well, and Grogan doesn't really mind if you kill Tuna and Brewski. Yeah, um, I didn't do that right off the bat, but I was about to ask you uh, what happens when you slaughter everyone, Ray? Nothing. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Ray. It's really kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, they just kind of die. And uh, what is in um, Big Tuna's... <laughs> what, is, what is in his inventory? Did you Did you check his inventory? Yeah, they're... Uh... The uh, deactivated nukes. There's there's like 99 deactivated nukes, and those things still weigh a ton, right? Uh, well, two pounds each. Yeah. They, are, can you break them down into nuclear material, or are they are they junk? No, they're just. Uh, oh, they show up in they show up in weapons. Yeah, they show up in weapons instead of ammunition, which is fun. Oh, that's worthless. Um, and they well, worth forty bucks a piece. And what? How many? Forty. Forty. Oh, that's not bad. Good. That's not bad. Yeah, that's that's twenty caps per pound. They. Uh, that's a good ratio. Um, but they are deactivated, so you can't really use them for any um, destructive purposes that I that I found. And they are the empty shells, according to um, a character that we are about to run into here in just a second. Uh, Ray, did you have any uh, other things that need to be brought up before we uh, dive into the basement? 
Um, what sort of conversations no, did we have he, with Grogan? He goes on about some kind of a uh, um, some kind of a football play. Oh yeah, you're right. He said uh, Grogan doesn't understand why you run a skinny deep post while they blitz, and that makes sense because if if a player is blitzing, then you'd want your players to be coming back, not running a deep route. Um, so they're actually throwing some actually real names of football plays. So uh, Chris did a little bit of. Either he knows football or did a little bit of football research and knows that in situational defense football or in offense football, what you do when the defense blitzes. So good for you, Chris. Um, at that point, uh, Grogan offered me to meet the skinny man. Uh, did you have any other interesting conversations in his dialogue tree, Ray? No, that was about it. Um, so we off to the side, If you if you loop around the end of the – the touchdown zone they were okay when i said football field that they were using it was it was literally 12 12 the, the 15 yards zone, the touchdown zone come on the touchdown is that, is, that zone. What is that what it's called i don't think so uh, did i say touchdown zone you said touchdowns i, don't know. I, don't <laughs> I had to call you out on that one dude come on I, 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 I don't, sports ball terms, I, right okay i apologize if i did say that that was of course <laughs> horribly wrong but i'm just saying I'm the just um, giving you shit, man. the uh the area where the the field was was literally 10 to 15 yards long it, it wasn't like a football field but anyway so you're there in that little uh, square patch of dirt there those guys are practicing unless you've slaughtered them like ray likes to uh um not tuna uh which one the uh grogan mentions you need to follow me into the basement and you follow him around the end of the fence but also, if you have 27 followers with you, uh, they will constantly be getting dragged into fights all over the place because in different neighborhoods, you always have raiders and gunners and everyone just lurking around different buildings and super mutants and stuff. So my 27 followers, like, were trying to all fit into the, the basement. Of course, they lined up around the corner of the house and then, like, a couple guys at the end of the line got dragged into a fight by gunners. So, of course, that drags everyone around and they all turn and they run down the block and you're like, guys... Come on, wait a second. We're going into the. We're doing something here. Leave the gunners alone. But anyway, so sometimes I follow them and get in fights, and sometimes if you, you know, of course, if you just go into the door, that will automatically load, and everyone will follow you in. So it's not like they won't come back. You can you can always get them. And whatever, if I have twenty seven, I can I can afford to lose a, a couple followers here and there. So you're going to the, you're bringing half a football team with you. Yeah, you know, on a 53-man roster, you got to have at least 27 with you to uh, build a build a good solid offense to have uh, good backups and everything. So um, we're into the basement here, um, and we uh, introduce uh, we are introduced by Grogan to someone that Grogan refers to as the Skinny Man. Um, and the Skinny Man was the person who named Grogan. Uh, once you go through the storm cellar door into the basement, uh, Skinny Man was the last member of the caravan that Clarissa was explaining earlier had Patriot memorabilia. Skinny is the last member alive of Brady's bandwagon, which I, I got a chuckle out of that. Of course, uh, a reference to Tom Brady and the bandwagon of people who, uh, of course, support him. Uh, but they used to go from town to town teaching little kids football, which uh, I thought was really fun. Uh, they used to teach kids uh, the old-style American way to play football. Uh, 
and he toured with a musician friend, um, and that musician friend was later killed. Uh, but now he teaches super mutants instead of children. This the skinny guy. Um, I'm gonna need Ray. Do you remember exactly what happened with this uh, musician friend? It's like uh, raiders killed him, just like in the middle of a when they they were traveling somewhere, and then yeah, because they would go around and and play fight songs. Okay, the um, skinny so they, would k- teach kids up, to play football. Would, yeah, skinny, skinny and Brady would set up um, and you know play fight songs, and that would attract people to the caravan, and they'd sell them crap, sell them Patriots memorabilia. <laughs> nice. Um, but anyway, some raiders killed the musician friend uh, Brady. Uh, one day and so skinny continued on but super mutants actually kidnapped skinny because they thought that skinny was supplying gunners uh with um you know ammunition and stuff like that and those gunners were giving super mutants trouble so the super mutants thought that since he was supplying the gunners that they would kidnap him and that would uh, prevent the gunners from having supplies, but of course he had nothing to do with it, and they kidnapped him anyway. And uh, let's see, he had empty shells of nukes, um, and they used those to play football. And the super mutants were like, "I'm really interested in this because this is the man." who can catch a mini-nuke and not go boom. The super mutants were so stupid that they didn't understand that Skinny, this guy, was actually using these mini-nukes who were just empty shells. They didn't have any of the the explosives in them at all. So the super mutants were fooled into thinking, oh, um, we shouldn't kill this this Skinny because he has the power to to catch mini-nukes with his bare hands and not have them blow up. And we need to know how to do that. We need him to teach us how to learn this skill. So um, please teach us this master, uh, this master martial art called football. So <laughs> Skinny goes in and starts teaching the super mutants how to play football. And they're under the impression that if uh, they learn how to play football, that they'll be able to catch many nukes in their bare hands without having them explode so that they can be the ultimate power in the wasteland. I thought this was a really uh, well, well-written and, and funny little quest. Um, so they were thinking that, yeah, the uh, Skinny, they call him Skinny, actually. This is, this, this is funny. Why they named him Skinny was because he's the opposite of a fat man. He's a skinny man, so he's going to be uh, the remedy for a fat man. I, th- I thought that was pretty intelligent. Um but the uh, friend found a letter and uh, tried to pass it off as Touchdown Tom, the greatest patriot who ever lived. At that point, the quest uh, pops up that you're supposed to um, find something. It just says something to take back to Clarissa, uh, the history buff and uh, artifact collector that you found at the corner bookstore. And at that point, you just kind of poke around. What What is your scene like that you have down here in the basement? You have Skinny, and there's a there's a bunch of super mutants sitting around. Uh, what What is your scene like down there, Ray? 
it's it's like the training room. He's got the chalkboard and everything, but there's mini nukes laying everywhere. <clears throat> and uh, not a lot of other junk. There were a couple of things I picked up uh, after I'd gotten everything I needed to do from yeah. uh, from Bill. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, then kind of cleaned house a little bit. Yeah. And... Uh, if if I had had more uh, space in my inventory, I could have carried off uh, a ton and many nukes from down there. Uh, I mean, it would have been like there's know, yeah, there's like cases of them and stuff. twenty or thirty thousand of these things. <laughs> They're <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And each one of the super mutants yeah. has ninety nine of them. Oh God, that's funny. Um, there's a there's a couple of named super mutants down there. There's like a locker room, like Ray mentioned. Uh, there's a chalkboard where they're teaching plays. Uh, Skinny's up at the front of the room, and uh, there's you know wooden benches facing the chalkboard. A few of the super mutants are, are milling about. Um, there's uh, Grogan, of course, who who you follow down in there, and then there's also Gronk, um, which is a, a great name for a super mutant, um, and also because he is a, a current um, New England Patriots player who. Uh, has the reputation of just being a huge doofus, um, you know, bumbling. He's an excellent football player, but just sort of like a goofball party or always getting into uh, in some sort of trouble sort of thing. So it's actually funny because Gronk is totally um, the super mutant of the NFL, and they, they wrote that into this this quest also. Also a nice little nod there. Um, so what is uh, going on here with Touchdown Tom and this letter – uh, there's a, a letter from the greatest Patriot ever lived. There's an, uh, there's an almanac and, and all this sort of stuff. I, I didn't quite understand what the quest was trying to push me to do at this point. Uh, but once I found the letter, it said that, okay, you have found something that you can take back to Clarissa, but who gave me this, the almanac was, did skinny give me the almanac? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He gives it to you when you, uh, ask him about it. Yeah. What if, sort of conversations, uh, I was going to say, what sort of conversations did we have with Skinny, right? Do you remember anything I mean, remarkable? Not much. I mean, you you know, you you know, you ask him if he's got anything left over, and and you know, he gives you that stuff. But you know, there really isn't a lot of uh, you know a lot of dialogue around it. Yeah. So there at this point, where we have how many ever many nukes uh, that you can carry, um, and you've got a letter. And a, and a sports almanac. Um, and then my quest says, okay, that's enough. You can uh, take that stuff back to Clarissa, back to, to the, the, the bookstore. And I tried to fast travel, and my game froze, so I had to reload. I tried to fast travel again, game froze, had to reload. So at this point, I'm saying, all right, this has happened enough times, I'm going to stop uh, trying to fast travel. So we we hoof it back up. Granted, it's not that far, just a... a you know, you got to pass by a good neighbor, got to pass by the university and stuff like that. But it's not too far of a jog up the way there. We get back to the bookstore, and uh, um, I actually played this uh, both ways, Ray, because I uh, the first time you have the option of giving her the letter but not giving her the almanac. And can you explain to me uh, what she does or does not learn based on whether you do or do not give her the almanac and the letter? It's optional. You can give her the letter itself or the letter and the almanac. 
Uh, did did you understand that that web what was going on right there? Um, yeah, I, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. It was, um, you know, it it was kind of vague. She makes a couple of comments about how, you know, there wasn't anything really historical about it, and and she basically gives you everything back. Um, so. You know, it was kind of interesting because so initially when she's rummaging through the boxes when you first meet her, um, she's talking about finding information about Thomas. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, of course, you think, you know, Thomas Jefferson or Thomas Paine or something <laughs> like that. Um, the true patriots. And so, right? yeah, when I, you know, when they start talking about Tom Brady, I'm thinking, seriously, <laughs> is that really what she was looking for? Wah, wah. Yeah, that, that's really funny. But, that's a yeah. good observation, Ray. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, she was kind of, uh, you know, not really excited and figured and said that she'd have to keep looking. Yeah. She, um, she was looking for some actual historical, uh, thing and she actually was really pissed. She was like, what? He's just some sort of stupid galoot sports player thing. That's so dumb. He's not the greatest Thomas in Boston history. And that, that was funny. But, uh, Depending on what you give her, she gives you stuff in return. Let's see. The the first time I did not give her the almanac, I gave her the letter only, and then she in return gave me a bowler hat of no particular concern, just a, a plain old normal bowler hat. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> that's, no re- <laughs> that's no reward at all. What did she give you if you give her the... Um, the almanac and the letter, right? Um, she gives you a championship ring. Okay. Oh, which is nice. worth 400 caps. And that's its only, it doesn't give you like a, um, not a thing, a smug ability to lie. No, <laughs> to, know, to cheat and get give a, you a ball pump or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an obvious, uh, tongue in cheek, uh, quest out the ass about, uh, deflate gate and Tom Brady. If you read the letter itself, that the, that she is, is reading for the artifact, that letter is the letter that Tom Brady wrote to the press. Um, after the commissioner had announced the punishment for deflate gate, uh, it is the it is the same exact letter, just reworded just a little bit to fit the 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 parameters of the game. So I just thought that that was really funny because I actually remember that because you know I, I listen to a little bit of sports ball news every now and again. And of course, everyone is sick and tired. Even people who don't pay attention to football heard about DeflateGate. You know what I mean? And, and people who pay attention to football, we were just dead sick of it. But that letter, you know, I recognized like line for line because I heard it read too many hundred thousand times. But it, it was just funny that Chris wrote that in. And uh, this was not a very adventurous quest. There's not a whole lot of uh, fighting. There's not actually there was no like charisma convincing people. There was no uh, sneaking or lying. There was no, you know, killing there's not, I mean, none of and that, really, there was just there was no satisfaction whatsoever in killing everybody. Um, and there's no payoff for Ray for being uh, an awful murderer. There was uh, really no huge oh, benefit at I, the end of the. I felt kind of bad when I so you know I all I had to do was give one whack of the lucky sword and and Clarissa was gone. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you take Clarissa out too? I assume. I hope. Of course. Did she have any? Um, Oh, did she have any interesting uh, historical memorabilia on her? No. All she no. had was 
a few caps, some thirty-eight uh, ammo, and a pipe pistol. Interesting. I would I would hope that uh, she would have like a cool copy of uh, Thomas Paine's Common Sense or something like you, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Not a thing. Oh. Okay, so um, I don't remember. I think uh, it's probably a base of around 400 since my intelligence is higher. I've got around 500 XP for completion of that quest. Um, Strategy-wise, I didn't really have to use uh, my my character role in any particular way. There wasn't, like I mentioned, there wasn't much fighting or convincing or anything in the quest. It was just just sort of a run back and forth. It was definitely a, you know... um, you know, a very pointed quest at you know yeah. expressing whatever feelings he had about uh, <laughs> about that whole thing. The New England Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's great. Thank you for uh, your help getting me through that, Ray. See, I wish I'd played that quest because uh, the Patriots are my football team. So oh, you do I like love them? playing that. Um, are you are you mad at me if I uh, rag on Tom Brady and uh, calling him no. a, a cheat? Hey. With that many Super Bowl rings, rag all you want. No, yeah, I know. I can't. Um, I, I can't really uh, give him too hard of a time. He is probably the. Uh, I hate to admit it, being a hater and all, but uh, it probably is. Can I say the greatest player ever? I, I can't. I can't. I cannot let myself say that. I'm sorry, Leon. Uh, but being in Texas, why on earth are you a Patriots fan? That doesn't make any sense. You got Texans and Cowboys down there, brother. Mm, I used to be a Cowboys fan years ago, but then Jerry Jones bought the team, and I didn't yeah. like that. Yeah, he's not cool. So after that, I spent some time looking for a new team and eventually settled on the Patriots. You're Plus just a bad one. Really you curates all the Cowboys fans you, down here, right which there. is just a bonus feature. You are <laughs> you are Brady's bandwagon. When that that right there is referring to you, right? Mm, actually, I became a fan back when they originally went to the Super Bowl with the Chicago Bears. That was the, oh. I, I like the Bears more. Super that? Bowl shuffle and everything. Yeah, I was going to say I like the Patriots. Too. Was was that that horrible '85 Bears defense that shut everybody down? Yeah. And yeah. Jim McMahon with his headbands. Oh, what a what a cool guy! What a cool guy! No Steve Grogan, but what a cool guy! <laughs> All right, great. Uh, again, thank you, Ray, for helping me through Patriots. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Um, speaking of Patriots, we just got a couple more quests to get through this uh, this evening. We, um, I guess, Nuker World is pretty much a nice little bow wrapped up yeah, for right. uh, Nuka World. Um, Ray, if you, I don't know, you said something else popped up besides, um, cleaning house, didn't you? Did you say something else besides cleaning house? Well, there's uh, a series of, of characters that will, um, come through the gauntlet. And so you, as the yeah. overboss have to go take them out. That's right. Um, so I got the first one of those that, uh, that popped up and they get progressively harder and harder as you go. Uh, can you not recruit them to be uh, in your army or whatever? No, you got to kill them. That's too or bad. You can ignore it. You, you don't have it's it's not a man. You, you can just ignore yeah. the quest. You can yeah, I've it, been you know. ignoring it for several uh, quests. <laughs> so. Raise, is, is, raise, isn't there an option? Can't you tell the quest giver to take care of them or something, and they just like kill them in the gauntlet? Oh, I know. What's that guy's I, name? Because you get the you, you you get the if you go talk to it's the guy in the uh, I think it's the guy in uh, the arcade who 
gives you that. And, and, and you can, you can, you can fight him right away. You can fight him later. I, I think you can, I, I think there's four choices. And I think one of them is just like, uh, you kill him in the gauntlet and I'm not going to bother fighting him. I'm yeah. That's one of the choices you can have him do. It's like, you know, make arrangements so they don't survive. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that's great. So, we're uh, closing up Nuka World, and uh, we just did uh, Patriots for our Tales from the Commonwealth. And, gentlemen, that just means we have one more episode for this season, season three of the Fallout Roundtable. Uh, next time we get together, we will discuss the Tales from the Commonwealth quests, Three Little Wastelanders, and Atoms Glow. And that will close us out for the entire season. And then we will have uh, one more feedback session. So hopefully all of our play-along fellas will uh, get their stuff together and send us in some nice feedback. Uh, It doesn't necessarily just have to be about um, these two quests, but just your overall impression of the whole season, uh, your your ins and outs, any side quests that you did that you didn't mention in any of your playthroughs. Uh, how your uh, special roles uh, started out, if you let that influence you through the whole game, or if you ended up drifting back towards what was more normal to you. We'd just like to hear about your whole general experience with uh, how the roundtable worked out for you guys, because we had a few new um, play-along guys this this season. So, uh, And it's been wonderful, wonderful feedback so far this year. We've, we've had lots of great interaction, and people have been really dedicated and sent stuff in every week. So we really appreciate that. But let's, let's keep up the good work. And, of course, it's building up lots of momentum towards our next project, which will be uh, probably starting late August, um, early September, maybe mid-September. I'm not quite sure. We haven't set a, a timetable for our start date yet. Uh, but Pat, we will be getting into the the Fallout New Vegas roundtable here very soon. Are are, are you excited? You're pretty much going to be our, our lead on this. You're gonna you're gonna take us on a walkthrough for uh, for uh, it's through New be, Vegas. It's gonna be diggity. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna um, we're gonna do we're gonna do let uh, there, so Ray has uh, thoughtfully built out a uh, a uh, random character generator. I know we've got a few folks already playing around with it, uh, so that's great for anybody who's. Uh, played around with that we will um once, once we're sort of final with everything we will post the link and people can go grab and start grabbing their random characters uh so ray thank you for coding that up very very helpful yes that. thank you so much and, uh, we're going to have everybody we're going to have a random special now your special points in new vegas you get, you get a lot more special points as yeah far you do as, uh you get uh fake 40. Three sixes and two fives, whatever that works yeah, out. Forty. To be. You get a whole forty to start yeah, out. Yeah, up, uh, up from twenty eight. Yeah, it's twenty eight and four. And and Fallout four. Now you 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 now part and part of the reason that is is because you don't have unlimited uh, ability to ju- juice your special. You you can buy implants to get you know certain number of specials yeah. higher, and you can take in the intense training for it. But I think I think it's ten levels of intense training. You know, so in Fallout four, you can take as many. You can get yeah. as many specials as you want, up to ten or or, or even eleven, if you have the bobbleheads. Um, but but that doesn't doesn't work out that way in, in New Vegas. So you start out with a little more, uh, but then you're capped out. You're hard cap at ten. Uh, you can't get over ten, no matter what yeah. you do. Well, I am. Um, uh, 
I have a level 13 character going in New Vegas. Like I'm trying to rush through real quick and get a, just a general idea before we uh, run the roundtable. Uh, but I believe that every opportunity that's been given to me, I've taken that uh, intensive training perk or whatever, and I've just leveled up all my special and, and, stuff. And, 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 like, you, know, you can do whatever. You know, obviously, do whatever you want to. You yeah. don't really, you know, you, you don't really need to get a bunch of specials up. I mean, you know, New, New yeah. Vegas, you, you, it, it, the the perks. If there's a specific, in some cases, there may be a specific perk, but the perks don't. You, you don't need. It's not like you need ten special to get certain perks. You you your 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 so you have and you, everything works differently. You have your special points, then you have your skill, but your skills, and then you have your your perks, and then you uh, have and traits the, too. And you have traits. There's, right. That's there's right. two. So, there's too many categories. Like I'm glad they cleaned it up no, with the it, chart it, and for no, it. There's it's, like it's, that's it's four actually, different categories of shit, man. <laughs> but but it's simpler though because you know in 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 Fallout Four you've got seventy things that you can try to pick from, and and in, in New Vegas, you you know the, you the traits. Like, there's only two yeah. traits: zero, one, or two. That you do them at character startup, and then you don't have to do them again. Yeah. And then uh and, and then your skill points are more kind of automatic. You you get a certain level of skill points just just automatically when you start based on your special, and then you add to mm-hmm. those as the, as the game goes along. And and specials themselves, Pat, are not exactly the same like they are in four. Can you explain to me the differences between each category of special? That the, the differences it is between New Vegas and four. Special. I mean, it's. I don't, I'm not sure what you mean. I mean, it's the same. They mean the same thing. I mean, there's exactly the same seven special categories. Yes, but uh, the, for instance, my first New Vegas character that I was running on my PlayStation Three that got really bogged down and sort of uh, melted down before I bought it for my Xbox started playing with that, I was dumping all my points into perception because I was under the impression that, oh, again, it's going to be exactly like Fallout 4, where your perception and your agility are what you want to dump everything into if you're going to do a VATS build because you want your um, your accuracy through perception to be as high as possible, and then you want as many shots as possible through your agility. So you want to do your, spe- your, your perception and agility for a VATS build. And then I was uh, flipping through when I was doing my... Uh, when I loaded it on the Xbox, I was building my character. I was like, okay, I'm going to pump up my perception as high as I possibly can. And then I noticed it does not say anything about your VATS accuracy going up in the description of perception in New Vegas. And in Fallout 4, that is part of it in perception. So I think there are slight differences in the what, sure, what each one yeah, actually yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. What else is different yeah. besides that that, I'm, that I need to well, know that, about? There's going to be a lot of little differences like yeah. that, that 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 you just you know, want to. Yeah, and, and remember, the the game tells you all that, so it's not like it's not like you have to be blind with this. You can go no, into no, the game no, 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 yeah, of course. When you're doing your character creation, it will tell you. Know, you go to the you go to the the, the uh, uh, grip grip test meter, and it'll tell you like here's what it does. <laughs> and you can talk to the doctor. Yeah. What's this? But you know, you yeah. can talk to the doctor, and he'll tell. You. So there's the tutorial. It, it will it will tell you this stuff. It's not like you have to guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm or you yeah, can't I'm, just guess. You know, so. I, and, and I just didn't know if you offhand knew any other examples of how they're just slightly different from from game to not game. Offhand. It's not just, offhand. And, and, and I, I was this is I was reading this in one of the I think it was actually one of the Reddit post threads. Is you know, Vegas is is pretty forgiving. You know, it's not like you know you do, you don't have to sort of you know fine tune things necessarily quite as much. I, I, you know, but Fallout Four, you're really rewards min maxing your character build. 
on New Vegas. No question yeah. if you want to, but because you get more special points to start with, like, you know, six, 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 five, five, and, and, or, you know, or take a couple of those and make them seven, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's pretty forgiving. Uh, you know, if you want to do very specific things, you might want to min-max your character. Like if you want to play the, if you, if you get a role where you play the, the, the dumb low intelligence and, and you want to, you know, do the, the dumb role, that, that's a lot, that's a lot of fun to get special dialogue options. And yeah. It's pretty amusing. So that's the rare example of a reason why you kind of would want to do that. But, uh, and of course, if you're going to, if you're going to play a melee build, you, you want nine or 10 strength, but you don't have to have 10. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, in, in, in Fallout 4, if you want to be melee build, you very likely want to get nine strength at least and get rooted because rooted is awesome for a, for a melee build. Still never done that. Uh, or if you want to do, if you want to do agility, you probably want to do nine, nine agility and do blitz, right? You know, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, but, but it's not as, it's not as sort of like that, like, you know, you can have like, you know, several eights and a couple fours and have a lot of fun with that or whatever. Um, so, um, uh, and then I think the, the the way things play out is you you uh, I mean there's there are definitely here's one example like for, you you want to get the uh, uh, the comprehension perk that gives you and so in New Vegas so in, in four I think everybody listens probably has played four you 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 get magazines um, specific small little perks like if you get all if you get a, if you get the covert ops you get a little bit of bonus to your sneak, or if you get the Massachusetts Sur- Surgical Journal, you get a little bit of bonus to limb damage and the scab, the scab from uh, Nuclear World or whatever. But in, in New Vegas, there's books and there's magazines. Yeah, that's another big magazines thing Magazines give you 10 points of temporary skill yeah, boost. I did not understand that at first. <laughs> the, the books give you two points of permanent skill boost but if you have the comprehension perk you get three points so that's an example if your intelligence is good enough you want a comprehension perk early on because it'll let you um get you know it'll let you more your skills up more by, by picking up those books that you find scattered through the wastelands so there's just little things like that you know and, and you know the, the you know, you, uh, there's plenty of lists if you want to so yeah. when we do the when we do the round table we're going to you know, specify special we're going to specify your traits and we're going to specify your tag skills, which are the ones that you get higher bonus on. But after that, we're going to leave it wide open. We're going to let people pick their own perks. Um, and we are going to specify uh, compa- what else, Ray? We're going to do companion. Yeah. Yep. And Companions. Faction. And we're not yeah, going so to. Gonna do... uh, yeah. Sorry. And, and, and the Legion schedule. Or not... NCR or Mr. House or Yes Man. Those are the yeah, four factions. factions. But beyond that, we're going to try to leave it kind of open and let people just say have some fun with it. Yeah, and we're not going to specifically assign uh, the quest to uh, your companions. We're not going to build that into the schedule, but we want to hear each uh, specific quest uh, because they. One thing in the um, in New Vegas is they do each of them has like a little bit of a a quest that that goes along with acquiring them. So um, please, everyone. Uh, we're still hammering out the schedule a little bit. We might actually start the season um, with uh, just the first half of it hammered down. And once we sort of determine what the pacing is, uh, then we'll um, get the second half of the schedule published once we figure out um, actually what's going on there. But 
So we have uh, a bunch of different factions that we need to figure out because they all have similar sort of storyline or the storyline sort of crisscross. They're doing similar things to with similar factions. So we've got to line those things up so that those happen at the same weeks. But we want to be careful not to have too many quests to discuss in, um, in any given time. We don't want to go too many over three or four because, you know, we only had two quests tonight and we're already at like a two-hour show. So... You know, we're all long-winded, and we all like to talk, uh, so we, we don't want to try to have to cover too much material and and have the actual material suffer, you know what I mean? So we're going to hammer out the schedule a little bit, figure out pacing, so you you guys don't get antsy. We'll, we'll have the first half of the schedule out. I'll get that published onto the, um, the webpage here in the next week or two, uh, just so everyone can sort of have an idea about what we're going to do. But uh, the second half, we'll leave it up in the air a little bit for now. Like Pat said, we're going we're gonna to play a little loosey-goosey, uh, but we'll determine where we're going, and we'll let everyone know. Uh, but, yeah, the yeah, character... And, the and, character and, go ahead. No, there's, there's going to be plenty of chances to play side quests if you want to. And, yes, uh, yes. You know, um, I, like you say, Andrew, we'll, we'll probably you know, fill most of the most of the show, show chatter with on uh, and different factions and everything and, and, and our companion quests, but, yeah. uh, you know, there, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of really good side quests in New Vegas, so yeah. I think... Uh, um, I think people that have played it before, I'm sure we'll, we'll find something new with the roundtable format. If people that haven't played it before, oh, uh, by the way, if you um, uh, if you don't have the game, a uh, couple options. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can, you, of course, for PC, you can get it on Steam. Um, you can also get it if you don't like Steam or if you want a non-DRM version. Uh, good old games. is. Uh, I have no idea what the prices are. Need, you know, not recommending one over the other. Uh, but but good old games does have a DRM free option for uh, I think both free and New Vegas if you if you prefer that um, the the reason if you don't already own one you, some people might prefer the DRM free game because supposedly uh, the DRM free version sometimes for some people works better on I think Windows 10 uh, for for PC um, it's I think it's down it's backwards compatible on Xbox One so. If you find a used copy of the game, uh, uh, you know you can uh, you you can, it's backwards compatible on your Xbox One. We are not going to do any DLC in the roundtable, although the DLC do add some you know, some weapon options. If you have the if you get the you know, gold edition or ultimate edition or some of that whatever the thing is, you get some additional weapon or um, weapon options and things like that that are that are pretty yeah. handy. Well, Pat, um, I want you, I want you to be careful about saying that we're not going to do the DLC on the roundtable. This roundtable. This, uh, this roundtable. Yeah, the, this season we'll just be doing the main quest of yeah. uh, New Vegas, of course. In the but future, then, uh, who knows? I forget. Yeah, yeah. Definitely we may we may want to run through some of the so DLC in the future. I'm just I'm warning people out there. So when you are getting the disc, don't just get the uh, the normal game. Get the ultimate edition. The ultimate edition has all. Was it four, five? It has a ton of four, DLCs. Four DLC plus. Um, a bunch of packs too, like the you get, packs, yeah, yeah. the, the, the yeah, gun runners. Because what, yeah, because when you, um, when the way they did it, uh, when when if you bought it from Best Buy, you got one pack. If you bought it from GameStop, you got one pack. And Amazon had a different pack. But then the Ultimate Edition or the Game of the Year Edition or whatever has all the packs. So you, what what that means is um, the packs added some additional vendor weapon. Like so, for, there's the Gun Runners Arsenal pack that adds some different weapons. Um, and you also get uh, some starting equipment. Like if you have this, if you have the uh, what's one? What's one of the packs? Uh, tribal pack. 
Yeah, yeah, the tribal pet. Yeah, you get like some tribal. You, you get some little, little starter items. Not, not, not nothing particularly OP, but it lets your character start out with. I thought one of them was a grenade basic. launcher. Doesn't one of them give yeah, you like yeah, a yeah, grenade launcher? Get, yeah, the, uh, I think that's maybe. I think that's <laughs> a GRA, mercenary pack or something. That gives yeah. you the grenade launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's I think New Vegas pack. in some respects is 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 like easier than than four in some, but 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 I think there's also, I I think. For me personally, I think there's kind of more ways to play it, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, you know, more, you know, more speech options, and uh, you know, and there's there, there's not as many crafting options, but but you can do crafting, you can do, you, there's no settlement building in the base game. I think some there's some mods that add settlement building, um, but but there is crafting, and and there's the the hardcore mode, which is um, basically basically the same thing as survival mode in, in Fallout Four, so. A lot of familiar options if you, you know, you can play the game different ways. Excellent. Well, I'm, you know, trying to burn through a playthrough. I'm having a great time. I'm excited to get into the game. Uh, it you know, has the reputation of being one of the, if not the best uh, game in the series. So I'm excited to um, yeah, hop yeah, in there it, and check it, it, it out. It's funny. Every now and then you'll see somebody online who's a real, like, you know, you'll, you'll see somebody uh, say they like three best. But typically, you know, I think either New Vegas or four tends to be, you know, one of those two tends to be the favorite game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like the guy who goes onto the Star Wars forums and is like, Empire sucks. It's got to be Jedi. <laughs> this is the best, man. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. rock. Do you like, is Deep Space Nine your show? I've, I've actually heard people trash that, Ray. I have no oh, idea. No, there's a lot of people that like Deep Space Nine best. Oh, nice. Cool. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, just because, uh, you know, just because, the, you know, it kind of gets you know, a little more philosophical toward the later seasons and stuff, but. Oh, great. Um, do you guys have any other stuff that you wanted to get into this evening? I, I just, think this was a great, uh, great, uh, great chance to catch up on these quests. So. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, I just Thanks wanted to mention. Thanks for hopping on. Yeah, I just wanted to mention a couple more things really quickly. Uh, uh, any Nintendo Switch owners out there and Mario Kart enthusiasts, we are starting up a Mario Kart League. So if you are interested in that, we're going to start exchanging friend numbers and uh, do a couple of friendly practice runs first before we organize and try to determine how this league is going to run. Um, and we will have... Uh, a fun ASA podcasting prize for the, the winner of this league at the end. So if you're interested, I know there's already three or four people who have expressed interest with me online. Uh, get to us on, um, I don't know. Should I have them contact like Jeremy through a, uh, you know, the ASA game talk or us through the fallout feed? I'd, maybe I'll have to start our own, um, ASA Mario Kart email or something yeah, you, you might want to you might want a mario kart email that, that yeah. means if you guys are going to really do this seriously that might be the best yeah best i might have to set up a I'll, I'll let you guys know if i set up a, a asa mario kart email but uh so this will be really fun so everyone get your switches out um i don't know i if it's possible because i know that the the game exists on the wii u I don't know that they cross-platform it where you can also play against people on Wii U if it's, it's just Switch network only. I'm assuming it's Switch network only. So sorry, Wii U. But I haven't really played with it, so I don't know how it works yet. But we'll, uh, we'll hammer stuff out later. Everyone just keep your uh, ear to the ground about this. Uh, I'm really excited. So uh, if, if everyone would like to um, hit me back on that, uh, that would be really great if we can get that project uh, trying to get, I don't know, maybe... 
8 to 12. I think it has to be a multiple of 4 in order to make brackets and stuff like that work for a, a tournament style with racing and stuff. But yeah, Mario Kart League, ASA Podcasting. It'll be really fun. Hope everyone checks it out. Yes. Also, uh, Jeremy, who was in the uh, YouTube chat earlier, um, uh, if he's still around, we, we were sort of tentatively talking about maybe starting back up. A couple of years ago, we had an ASA Podcasting Fantasy Football League, and everyone named their teams from different cities around Skyrim, and it was all Skyrim theme. Uh, but... Um, he was talking about starting that back up again and i said oh please if you would uh enjoy that um maybe we can start doing that so there is speak of uh another fantasy football league happening for uh asa podcasting i know that's sort of a weird crossing of cultures here but we do have our our good share of sports fans in our in our group so if you're interested in that uh express some interest in the facebook group or to us on twitter and we'll start trying to take names if we get enough people and enough interest in uh if jeremy wants to sort of wrangle this whole um this whole mess then uh then maybe we'll we'll toss another fantasy football league together so that might be yeah, fun so and it's is, another way is to is that uh, football with the round ball or the oblong ball it's it's the um it's the over or no it's the under um the under inflated one it's the deflated one the uh the oblong one <laughs> okay in america we only have one football the other one's called soccer <laughs> it's a footy footy bally i think they call it what do you call it pat uh, head footy. If something put footy, you hear that, footy. That, that head ball. You call it head ball. No, um, it's, it's footy. It's soccer. Okay. It's football. Whatever. The football. Yes. Yeah, so uh, please uh, join us next time when we will cover the quest three little wastelanders and Adam's glow to end out the season. Um, for us, and then we will have our feedback episode the week after. Um. I believe that's all I have for the evening. Uh, we are going to play our sign-off song this evening. And then, just like last time, we're going to roll into a yet another episode of King of the Bunker Hill. You people on YouTube are welcome to stick around and listen to it, or we can listen to it later in podcast form, however you would like to. We appreciate it. Thank you again, uh, Susan, our host of King of the Bunker Hill, for um, hosting our lovely show. This episode will feature Ray and new contestant Jack. So will Ray be able to defend his title? We will find out very soon, won't we? Uh, So I'm going to get our uh, sign-out music all queued up here. And as I do that, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in with us. We have Ray. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Pleasure as always. And Leon, Leon, sir, thank you so much for hopping on with us again. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Well, thanks for having me back. Yes, sir. And Pat, always a pleasure. Andrew, thanks for driving the show. Talk to you guys next time. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you in the wasteland. Bye, y'all. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com for the roundtable schedule our amazon link and all other show information please head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the fallout feed a skyrimatic podcast our youtube channel the chatterbox as well as other content 
Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Live from Vault 97, it's the King of the Bunker Hill Quiz Show Challenge. It's the show where contestants compete to come back week after week to see who can collect the most Funko Mystery Minifigures. Brought to you by the Fallout Feed and ASA Podcasting. And now, your host, Susan! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, and those who would declare otherwise. Welcome to another thrilling edition of King of the Bunker Hill, the show that seeks to find out who the most erudite explorer in all the wasteland is. Today, we have with us our... Well, he's a champion of champions as far as I'm concerned. We have Ray. Ray, how are you this fine evening? I'm doing well, thank you. Excellent. So, I mean, what, we're at four four victories on the trot now? I mean, you must be feeling pretty good. Thank you. I've been uh, fortunate. Uh, I think that's just modesty there. I think you're a incredibly knowledgeable guy about this stuff. Surely by now you're going to have to clear quite some considerable shelf space to get all those uh, Funko minifigures uh on display. I'm going to have to get serious about that. I think you are. Maybe display case, perhaps. Can, we, can you get one of those little ones that we keep our bobbleheads on? Maybe put your little figures on that. That'd be nice. I think that would look good in any vault. Okay. Well, Ray, I have to tell you, you've got, you've got a good, uh, good competitor with you, uh, with you this, this week. We've got Jack, and according to his application form to be on the show, Jack is the person who makes brand new mattresses, yet for some reason they look completely filthy like they've been used by a hobo in a back alley. So, Jack, would you like to talk to us about that, uh, your career in mattress manufacture? Well, we do, we do a lot of good, uh, good manufacture, but uh, we have, we've had a very bad problem with uh, ghouls getting into our warehouse. Ah, that makes sense. So, uh, you could see how the cleanup would be a little ridiculous. Absolutely. Yes. It just, it always is a bit of a mystery to me because you sort of purchase something that you think is a nice new, or in fact, you have, you know, supposedly are manufacturing and then it just looks well, quite frankly, very, very unhygienic. So good to know that you have a feral ghoul problem. I'm assuming a feral because uh, I don't think regular ghouls would be quite so inconsiderate. It, it depends on, it depends on our client base. Okay, because I mean, I personally would pay more for a uh, a clean mattress. Is that something you offer? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, we always we always like to uh, deliver to our customers, okay. and uh, honestly, we probably have the cleanest mar- uh, mattresses in all of the wasteland. Okay, because I'm looking for some kind of a. I think I need a new mattress. I'm getting a bit of a lower lumbar pain there. I think I need something pocket sprung. So I might have to be uh, speaking to you after the show so uh, don't go away but anyway how are you feeling about taking part in tonight's show are you ready i know you expressed a bit of yeah, some nerves before you came on here especially going up against the titan that is ray but i think you'll be okay so uh, how's the confidence levels feeling feeling good feeling all right okay excellent we, uh, all right. we'll have to uh, topple that titan and raise you a behemoth 
Absolutely, because Titans will fall eventually. So let's, uh, let's, let's fingers crossed for you, Jack, and we will see how it goes. Well, Jack, as you are the competitor, uh, the challenger, rather, you will be going on first. So, Ray, once again, I'm going to ask you to go back to that oh-so-familiar place of yours, the soundproof booth, and give me a signal when you are there. All right. Just uh, he's making his way to a special booth. Okay, he is ready to go. All right, Jack, let's get ready. Let's uh, let's get ready to rumble, as they say in some sports. Okay, question one: Name the unique Gorse rifle with base damage of one nine two, which becomes available to be purchased from Ronnie Shaw after the Minuteman Quest old guns in Fallout Four. Oh. So, from Ronnie Shaw. Ronnie Shaw. I mean, I may be pronouncing it wrong because it's it's Gauss Gauss rifle. G A U S S. Gauss rifle. There you go. Gauss rifle with a base damage of one nine two, which is from Ronnie Shaw after the Minuteman Quest old guns in Fallout Four. Oh, geez. Um... If I give you the clue, I'll give you is it's quite an aptly named weapon, given that who you're doing the quest for. It's. Uh, I am completely unsure. I... How about just give me a throw throw a name out there? Just have a guess, because we like people to have guesses on this show. Um. Going to have to hurry. About it. The Stars and Stripes. Uh, uh, final answer? Sure. Okay. I am afraid that is incorrect. Yes, the correct answer is the last minute. So uh. you were a third, right? <laughs> okay. Never mind. That's okay. Shake that off. Let's move straight on to question two. 2180. The Minutemen defended Diamond City from which baddies at the Battle of Diamond City? Uh, 2180? Yeah, 2180. Super Mutants? That is correct. Well done. That's big, big tick there. That is correct. It was indeed the Super Mutants. So it's okay. One out of two, and that ain't bad. Question three. Who is the top director, designer, and executive producer at the Bethesda Game Studios? The top producer? Yeah, the top, sorry, the top director, designer, and executive producer at oh, Bethesda. Oh, that's Todd Howard. That is correct. Well done. Hey, two out of three. We're on a roll. That's it. You've built up a nice head of steam now. Let's keep that going into question four. In which Fallout 4 location do we find a cultural reference to the Cask of Amontillado, a famous Edgar Allan Poe story. So that is the Cask of Amontillado. Is it the castle? It is the castle. Well done. Okay. There we go. We've got three out of four. Excellent stuff. Let's keep it going. One more. Let's get, get five. Okay. Question five. Name the bar in Fallout 4. That references the TV show Cheers. Oh my gosh. Um, the bar in 
I got to think about that. It's okay. I'll give you a little bit of time. Have a little bit of time there. From my recollection, I don't think it's one of the most popular bars, but it is nonetheless featured in Fallout 4. Is it the Prost bar? It is the Prost bar. Excellent stuff. You have got four out of five, Jack. And considering... That makes that makes sense because Prost is German for cheers. It is indeed. Well done. So there you go. Logic. Bit of logic use there. Excellent stuff. Okay, so four out of five. Well done. That's really good. But I'm still going to give you the tiebreaker All question right. there. So. Okay. Uh, as you've probably explained to you before the show, I don't expect a bang on, uh, bang on accurate answer. Just as close as you can get. And... Uh, Right, then. Oh, this is a doozy. Okay. Here's a tiebreaker question. How many unmarked locations exist in the base game of Fallout 4? Unmarked locations? Unmarked locations, which I assume means locations for you to discover, as opposed to that you start off with. Um, you don't start off with many. I'm going to go with... 115. 115. Okay, brilliant. Well, I'm not going to tell you the answer for this one. I'm okay. going to get Ray back in here. But Jack, hey, four out of five. Again, considering you were nervous before you came in here, that is an absolutely fantastic score. So you deserve a good pat on the back. But you can take a seat now and uh, watch Ray sweat for a bit. So let's bring Ray back on in. Ray, are you with us yet? So you've Have you left the booth? Because I can't see you. Have we got Ray? I'm back. Hey, Ray. Okay. Right. I can tell you, Ray, that Jack, he's done well. He has done well. So the pressure is on you. But here we go, Ray. Let's go straight in to question one. Name the unique gorse rifle with base damage of 192, which becomes available to be purchased from Ronnie Shaw after the Minuteman quest, Old Guns, in Fallout 4. Gauss is spelled G-A-U-S-S, and I'm sorry, I cannot remember how to pronounce it from last time. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you the same clue as I gave Jack, which is that it's it's quite an aptly named weapon, given the quest. Or who the quest is for, rather. Any ideas? Take a stab. Anything. Uh, the Admiral. It is not the Admiral. I'm afraid that is incorrect. It is the last minute. The last minute. But okay, never mind. It's okay. Shake it off. Let's move straight on to question two. In 2180, the Minutemen defended Diamond City from which baddies at the very well-named Battle of Diamond City? Super Mutants. That is correct. Well done. We are on the scoreboard. Okay, so moving straight on to question three. Who is the top director, designer, and executive producer at the Bethesda Game Studios? Todd Howard. That is also correct. Well done. We have your two out of three. Okay, into question four. In which Fallout 4 location do we find a cultural reference, reference to the cask of Amontillado, a famous Edgar Allan Poe story. Oh. 
any ideas? I can't remember. Um, I'll go with Pikmin Gallery. Okay. I'm afraid that is incorrect. The correct answer is the castle. Is ah. the castle. Okay. All right. So we've got two out of four. Okay. Question five. Name the bar in Fallout 4 that references the TV show Cheers. Uh, I've even posted this before. I think I gave the same clue I gave to Jack because it's not one of the most popular bars in the game. No. I can't think of the name of it. Have a stab. Just throw one of the bars out there. No, I got nothing. Okay. Oh, well, uh, that that is incorrect. The correct answer is the Prost bar. Oh. That is the Prost bar. Okay, so that is three out of five. Thank you, Andrew Bot. That is three out of five. Okay, but here is the, could be very important, tiebreaker. So here is the tiebreaker, Ray. How many unmarked locations exist in the base game of Fallout 4? I'll go with 45. 45. Okay. All right. Well, that is the end of that round. Uh, as we've got Jack in the room with us. I'm, I have to say, I'm sorry to tell you, Ray, that this week's winner is Jack. He scored a stonking four out of five. Oh, so, nice. Well, then we have a new champion. Wow. Jack, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty, I, didn't pretty think good. I didn't think I'd know a bunch of those. I know you were, you were very nervous before, but hey, you've been fantastic. And Ray, you have been a most excellent competitor. Uh, it's been a real pleasure playing with you. So it's been great. Thank you. But let's, Congrats, before we go, let's, get, let's do the tiebreaker. Let's see how we were with that. So the tiebreaker was how many unmarked locations exist in the base game of Fallout 4? Now, Jack, you said 115? Yes. And Ray, you went 45? Yep. I have to tell you that the correct answer is 132. So, oh. Yeah, a stunningly awesome. large amount of locations. So, yeah, technically, Jack, that make, would have made you the winner on the tiebreak. So, well done again for that. So, your Fallout knowledge is pretty, pretty exemplary, if you ask me. But, as I said, thank you very much, Ray. You have been this absolutely fantastic competitor, and it's been a real pleasure um, having you on the show each week. And, Jack, I look forward to meeting you next time. So, you better start clearing some space on in your trophy cabinet for all those Funko minifigures. I will definitely be doing that. Uh, excellent all right guys well that is the end of today's show and i have to say goodbye to all the listeners and goodbye to my contestants and we will see you guys next time in the king of the bunker hill brought to you by the fallout feed and asa podcasting stay safe out there thank you for listening to this edition of the king of the bunker hill quiz show challenge brought to you by the fallout feed and ASA Podcasting. Join Susan next time to see who will win the coveted Funko Mystery Minifigures and be crowned King of the Bunker Hill! I don't ever have Nerd Rage kick in.
remarkably, I didn't even test my typical thing. I didn't kill either one of them. Were they actually following you, Ray? Oh, blimey, that is correct. Shaleen here. And Vendertron. You may remember us as the co-host and unofficial third host of Fallout Off the Record. Well, we are back with KD Radio. Huh. That's a shame. Check out KD Radio Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and wherever else fine podcasts are given away. So, Vinertron, did you have anything else you wanted to add? How about a pizza joke? Never mind. It's too cheesy. Ah, ah, ah. Outstanding. Hello, Wastelanders. Are you tired of the same old Diamond City Radio and GNR? Are you looking for a little bit more Brit in your broadcasting? Then look no further than WVR, West Vault Radio, broadcasting today for a brighter tomorrow. I'm Susan Reith, 16 times West Vault Radio Broadcaster of the Year. If you're looking for a little bit of music, some light entertainment, and the finest toast recipes in the wasteland, then look no further. To gain access to WVR, go to your nearest working terminal and open our archives at www.vault97.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all other popular podcast distribution networks. We're also available on Twitter at West Vault Radio. If you'd like to listen to us on that old-fashioned thing called a Pip-Boy, we're also available on the Old World Radio Boston mod, which is accessible from the Fallout Nexus, whatever that is. So, for a more civilised and Vault-Tech-approved listening experience, look no further than West Vault Radio. Isn't that right, Mr Wigglesworth? This is The Weirdest, and you're listening to The Fallout Feed. Check out my stream at twitch.tv slash weirdestbuilds for great challenge builds in Fallout, Skyrim, and other great games. That's W-E-I-R-D-I-S-T builds. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.